Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Water Coolest Daily Financial Newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link slash watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest, W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. On today's part of my take, week seven of the NFL, we have fastest two minutes. We're going to recap every game, the big storylines. Maybe not the best week, but we're going to make the most of it. Uh, We also have who's back of the week. We have football guy of the week, high school football guy of the week. Uh, Someone's playing a video in the background. That's okay. We are brought to you by our friends at MeUndies. MeUndies, with adventurous prints to choose from and plenty of ways to match everyone in the family. Give your gratitude some attitude this Thanksgiving season with MeUndies. They have undies and loungewear made out of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are perfect for everything from pre-dinner activities to post-dinner naps. Seriously, you won't even care if the turkey's a little dry with undies this comfortable. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL in tons of styles, prints, and fabrics. MeUndies has a little something. Something for everyone at the table. I wear MeUndies every single day. I have uh, a subscription to MeUndies. Everyone always notices, like, I was wearing my basketball MeUndies the other day for the start of NBA season. Someone's like, hey, that's cute. You're wearing basketball. I was like, you know what? It's not cute. It's comfortable because that's what MeUndies is. The most comfortable underwear in the world. Everyone in this room is wearing MeUndies, and we can all stand behind MeUndies because MeUndies is that good. MeUndies has a great offer for all of our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has a promise. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, you can return your order for a full refund within 45 days. Get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com dot com slash take that is me com slash take to get started with your me undies today you will not be disappointed okay let's go Pardon my take, presented by Barstool Sports. Welcome to Part of My Take, presented by Me Undies. Today is Monday, October 25th, week 
seven. What? 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 In the Meadowlands, where son of Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts and talking to his dog and got locked up by a judge, Daniel Jones and me, catch me a football, Mr. Jones, believe in me, help me believe in anything, because I want to be someone who believes, who believes, that was our good friends, the Counting Crows, Jabril Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Giants are fighting through scar tissue to get in the win column as Sam Darnold saw the football in his hands and said, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Giants 25, Panthers 3. What? What? Down south to Miami, where to Allura, to Allura, the Dolphins remain a one-hit wonder as come on Shaheen and the Finns go down. Russell Gage against the machine said, fuck you, I won't do what you quarterell me. And Dolphins fans want to light themselves on fire like a Buddhist monk after watching this game. The Falcons, 30. The Dolphins, 28. Some spread. In Foxborough, where Mac Man Jones got into a fist fight and didn't need security to step in around the Jets this time, Mike White Men Can't Jump has his owner Woody Harrelson Johnson looking for the nearest ledge. Brandon, you gotta know when to hold him, know when to bold in, as he and Kendrick Rogers Bourne lit up the scoreboard all day. Robert Salala, wait till I get my money right. Can't tell the Patriots nothing as the Jets continue to live in a beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Donda esta the Jets offense. Patriots 54, Jets 13. Bumbo, rumbling, stumbling, bumble. <coughs> in the frozen tundra, the Washington football team sang. I was going to win the game, but then I get high. Ooh. I was going to reach out and break the plane, but then I got high. Da, 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 da. Now we're two da, and five, but I know why. Why, boom? Yeah, yeah da, da, da. because I got high, because I got high, because I got high, Nikki. Packers 24, the Washington football team 10. To Baltimore, where Jamar Chase book and the Bengals are rebranding into a positive for society as coach Mark Zuckerberg Taylor is looking thick on his surfboard, riding the wave to the top of the AFC North. Save the drama for Izama as the Bengals tight end scored twice and said, talk to the hands. Papa John Harbaugh has to work the word bungles out of his vocabulary as he'll be eating sad Urban Meyer pizzas after this one. Bengals 41. Ravens 17. Huh? 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 The Bengals? The Bengals? Huh? In Nashville, where Mike, that shit Vray, that shit Vray, that shit Vrabel has the Titans balling so hard motherfuckers want to find him. AJ Teddy's Brown caught eight sets of balls, and this loss is tough to swallow for the Chiefs. The Chiefs losing by 24 shows you that Chad any given Sunday, anything can happen. The Titans 27, the Chiefs The Bengals? In Tampa Bay, and let me be the first to congratulate a young Tom Brady on his 600th touchdown pass. Congrats on the sixth. Leonard Skinner Fournette broke the plane. Too soon, boom. While an equipment manager went up to a fan and said, give me back my bullets. As for Chicago, they call him Justin. Why do the Bears even take the field? Because, man, do these guys fucking suck. Bucks 38. 
Bears 3. In Las Vegas where Jalen, I will let you down. I will make you hurt. Fumble the ball like he had nine-inch nails. The backfield produced for the Raiders as both Josh Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt and Kenyon Aki Drakey Hart both found the end zone. And the other backfield, shipping up to Boston Scott, came in for the departed Miles Sanders, who might be needing a wooden leg soon. A game of Italian or pervert broke out between Rich Pasecchia and Nick Sirianni, and it's Eagles fans hoping to remove their coach from office for his perverted use of personnel week in and week out. The Raider 33, the Eagles 22. We finish out west in Los Angeles where Steely Dan Campbell called for a fake punt then said do it again as the Lions showed up to do dirty work against Aaron Donald Fagan in the Rams defense but ultimately were only able to score hey 19 points. Anderson Cooper Cup and Van Jones Jefferson were CNN a lot of passes and it's not fake news these Rams are good. Sarah Jalen Ramsey proved that he did do the reading over the course of the 60 minutes, adding a crucial pick to seal the win. Rams 28, Lions 19. All right, that is brought to you by our friends at Cross Country Mortgage. Cross Country Mortgage is much like Barstool. People first group of people. They're dedicated to the fundamentals of mortgage lending, which results in a fast, convenient, and less stressful home financing or refinancing experience. Rates are at all-time low right now. They may never get this low again, so call today for a fast-free rate quote. Our partners will save you a ton of money. Call today, and our friends at Cross Country Mortgage will give you a free home valuation that is free just for calling. Just like the all-star athlete, Cross Country Mortgage pushes themselves through the entire lending process. If you are looking for a new home, if you're looking as a first-time home buyer, call them. If you're trying to refinance, call them. Go to crosscountrymortgage.com slash barstool to learn more about your future home buying experience or refinance your current mortgage. Cross Country Mortgage. LLC, NMLS 3029, all loans subject to underwriting approval, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, we're going to start, as always, with the Sunday night football game. Hank, weather, do you think it exists? Would you like to apologize to me from Thursday's the podcast? Over, the over did hit. There was chaos with some of those plays. Uh, the Colts beat the 49ers. The Colts seem to have realized that their best offense is to just uh, get pass interferences down the field. It's a very smart offense. And wait Joe for Jimmy... Flat, Joe yeah. Flacco offense. Yeah, and then wait for Jimmy G to turn the ball over, and that worked out perfectly. So they're... The Colts are kind of... They're... I'm going to say it, they're rolling a little bit. Colts have looked good for the last couple weeks. Carson Wentz had an all-time doy-doy play today. Awesome awesome interception. An an interception that Jameis Winston would have been proud to call his own in his prime. It was vintage Jameis, and it was like he was going to get sacked from behind. It was like a wounded duck that he threw from like a horizontal body position. Went directly to a linebacker, I think. And then he had another one that hit a cornerback in the face. Yeah, no, he, he Carson Wentz thinks that they're... Every play, he can make something work. Mm-hmm. And I actually I like that about him. And, and I know Colts fans would be like, he's only thrown two picks this year. Uh, and that's true. He's only thrown two picks this year. Uh, but he he does have that hilarious, like, I can get out of this. I can make a play here. I'm maybe being sacked. I'm on the ground, but I can still make a play. But the Colts win a sloppy, gross, terrible game in um, – Santa Clara, which like it was, some of those plays were just so funny. Like we had the fumble, and then we had the the kick that somehow wasn't a safety that was a touchback. 
Just chaos everywhere with that fucking game. Yeah, they kicked it backwards. Apparently, if it's a punt, you have to pick it up and have like it's like a reception. You have to have possession and walk with it. Otherwise, it's still considered the act of the punt when it trickles into the end zone. Um, I don't like that. It, it felt like a safety to me. Yes. That's my big problem with it. Right. It felt like a safety, and it wasn't. So I don't know if they're going to change that rule. Probably not because they're stupid. But Hank, yeah, Hank doesn't believe in weather. Doesn't believe in wind. I was proven you're, completely right. You're a weather no, truther. The weather affected the game. Wait, so let's just rewind. This all started from a conversation Thursday. I right. said I like the over, over, and you said weather. Think about the weather. Visualize this happening. Carson yeah, Wentz wet. Right. That means under. What happened? Well, there was one play at the end where Jimmy G threw a terrible pick that got you the over. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I, I was right. I do yeah, kind yeah, of respect yeah. okay. but, the fact but that weather you, did you affect the game. Positively for the overtakers. Yeah, I, I respect yeah, what I, Hank's doing right now, which is basically saying that that weather is for the mentally weak. It's like astrology for beta males. Ninety-two percent of people bet the under because they're sheep. They're not thinking about weather the way I'm <laughs> thinking about weather. Ninety-two. But you weren't thinking about weather. Period. No, I was thinking about yeah. No, you didn't think matter. the weather. You Wind don't think doesn't any matter. Weather. Wind does not matter Wind at all. Matters. Rain, rain exists. Rain matters, matters a little bit. Yes. When it was like torrentially downpouring for like five minutes, that affected a couple plays. There was yeah. like a, the cameraman oh, couldn't it. couldn't see where the fucking ball was. Listen, I, I actually think that because it stopped raining, like you scored a lot of the points when it wasn't raining at the beginning of the game. So that shows you that weather matters. It was like twelve seven in a second, and then it started raining, and it stopped, and like points stopped happening. I just, oh, I don't understand how you're arguing this when the whole argument was about the over under, the well, over hit, and you're trying to tell me you that you were you so don't, right. You think that weather, like we watched a ball get ki- like careen off someone's foot and like go a million miles in the other direction. And you're like that, that wasn't a weather related play. It got to the point where you were just <laughs> denying that weather exists. Like there was you're fumbles, like, like a, a, a receiver would just drop a ball. That was perfectly placed in their hands, and you'd be like, that was just a bad play. It had nothing to do with the rain. Yeah, you were like, you get paid millions of dollars to catch that. You got to catch that ball, which is true. Like, you were right. I'm, I'm a process guy, though. You th- saying that weather just doesn't exist is crazy. No, you were trying to get me to factor weather into my overpick, and I was like, it doesn't really matter for the over-under. And I was right. In this particular case. Yes. But, like, the, the and weather. The Browns, but, but, and the Browns-Cardinals two weeks ago. But the two weather, two. Well, the wind never showed up. Okay, yeah, but the exactly. weather, But the weather did affected not the game. For the over, which was my entire point. It did not affect you the didn't game. Even know, it, you didn't it, make it should the over, not have been, The over was was not the right play. You didn't make the over yes, pick when you knew there was weather. You, you 
You weren't even looking at no, the No, I listened to you, my trusted colleague. You chalked me out of it, and I listened to you. My mistake will not happen again. Oh, <laughs> okay. I just like the idea that you think that like rain and wind have no effect on a game. Not on over-unders. Ever. No. What about the grapple game? In a you remember that tornado. One? They have to play a game in a tornado. No, he said tornadoes is real wind. Yeah. Okay. Tonight's game, 81% chance of rain. Which one? Monday night, Monday night football. Monday night football. So that's yeah. What are you going to do? Gonna yeah. do? Over? In Seattle. Well, I it, I got to look into the numbers. It, it's, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying though, I'm saying the weather's not going to like that's not going to be I obviously have a lot of a lot of numbers and a lot of data points that yeah. I'm checking. You got to check Chino Smith over in the rain. Yeah. One of those data points is not weather. Got it. I just was like there was a couple plays that were just like that's because they're soaking wet and the ball is so slippery. And you're like that has nothing to do with it. Yeah, you're a player apologist. These guys get paid millions of dollars. <laughs> A good win. And good win for the Colts. Um, I don't really know what the Niners are at this point. They're a very confusing team. They're very confusing. They they seem like they're they should be able to still out physical their opponents. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think that Jimmy G is what would Benman say? Jimmy Jimmy's is, not a G. Not a G. I, yeah, I just don't they're they are a very confusing team because it feels like they're not they don't have the quarterback they want long term. You know what? Trey I'm, Lance also needs time. I'm just gonna say they need they need Kittle back. They need Kittle's a great player, great friend of the show. We love everything that he does. Once Kittle gets back, I feel like all the pieces are in place for the there Niners to make a run. There you go. Okay, next up, the big story of Sunday. That So, it was a bad Sunday, let's just say it. I feel like the NFL owes me for this Sunday. Do you, do you know what this Sunday was? It's when uh, you ask a parent, like, who's your favorite kid? And you're like, I, I love them all. Like mm-hmm. this, listen, you got to say that. You have to say that. But really... This this Sunday sucked. You can't, every Sunday isn't equal. It was a bad Sunday. It was there were no real close games except for like one or two at the beginning. We the I'll put it this way: the big headline from this week is the Bengals are good. The ba- so that's are the first game. A good team. No longer are they just good in terms of grading on the curve of being the Cincinnati Bengals. Now they are actually just good as far as NFL teams go. They are so the first game. Let's do it because that is the headline of the, of the week: the Bengals forty one, Ravens seventeen. If the playoffs started today, and I think we're week seven, we can start doing that. Oh, it's yeah. a, like we're we're okay doing that. If the playoffs started today, your number one seed in the AFC is the Cincinnati Bengals. I love it. That's incredible. I love it. And you know what's even clap it up, clap it up for the Bengals. Good job, Bengals. Good job, Bengals. Clap it up for the Bengals. And somehow Joe Burrow's hair it looks better at the end of a game than it does at the start. It was um. So I actually like we we, we were locked in on this game. I. In a weird way, like the Bengals' second half, they absolutely torched the Ravens. They were big plays down the down the field. We'll talk about Jamar Chase in a second. What was crazy was I thought Joe Burrow in the first half was like he he was playing at a level where I was watching it, and every single play he was under pressure. He was like a second away from getting sacked. Everyone was covered, and he was able to like manufacture a few points and not, you know, turn the ball over, not give up that huge sack, fumble, whatever it may be. Like in a weird way, he his first half, even though the numbers weren't great in the first half, was like super impressive to me because he just has insane poise in the pocket for a second year guy. I think that if you were somehow able to run the numbers on plays where Joe Burrow gets hit, he probably has the best 
quarterback rating of any player in the league right now. It's almost like he, he doesn't see – he knows that it's coming, but he's still able to deliver like a super, super hard pass. A tough motherfucker. In, very tough motherfucker yes. in the face of pressure. They were awesome today. They scored 21 unanswered points. Yes. I want to know when the last time the Bengals scored 21 an- unanswered points against a division leader this late in the season because I'm pretty sure it would be one of those stats where it's like – It was the Eisenhower administration. Yes, yes. maybe with Boomer. Yeah, yeah. It was it was um, just it was a shit pumping. I think no, it was uh, the second half definitely was. Yeah, and, and I so this is where I wouldn't freak out if I were a Ravens fan because yeah, that's a bad loss because it's a it's a rival in the AFC North. But the Ravens had been riding like a crazy crazy emotional roller coaster, and we even starting with the Chiefs win, uh, and then you have last week where they they absolutely kill the Chargers. They win the Monday night game against the Colts in dramatic fashion. It felt like a Eventually, it was going to like slow down, and it did in the second half. That's not to take away from the Bengals, but I'm saying more. If you're a Ravens fan, I wouldn't freak out about this game. This was what the team looked like when you when you thought at the start of the year after all those injuries, yeah. where they were losing running backs like their spinal tap drummers. You were like, this is going to be a, a tough season to get through until we get healthy. Fortunately, they're getting the bye right now, but this is what Good you Good time would, to have the bye. Great time to have the bye. It, back to the analogy yes. that we had on Friday. Yes. This is like... It's not very. It's it's a little bit early still for. It's buy, like a, it's like a twelve o'clock lunch. This is like if you come into work hungover. Yeah. You skip breakfast and you take lunch at twelve o'clock on the dot. Mm-hmm. So you you guys can get healthy. The Bengals also have a bye next week because they play the Jets. Uh, and so the, I've got oh, news damn. for you guys. But look at this. I, I took a look at the rest <laughs> of the schedule. <laughs> Greeny's gonna be upset He's about be that very one. Upset, He's yeah. probably gonna make that same joke tomorrow morning. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some nasty DMs from my man <laughs> Greeny. But uh, if you look at the rest of the schedule for the Bengals, I have some breaking news for you. Yeah, the Bengals are going to have at least ten wins this year. Yeah, no, they're, I mean, and they, they could have eleven wins very easily. They're the number one seat. They mm-hmm. are a very very good team, and their defense is really fucking good. Like they are now. I would I don't know advanced stats and all that stuff, but. Just the eyeball test. I'm going to say they're a top ten defense. Uh, I, they have 19 sacks so far. I think they sacked Lamar five times today. Sam Hubbard got him twice. Like no, two and a half sacks for him today. Yeah, they were all over the place. So and then Jamar Chase, who Jamar Chase right now, he is on pace. So he had eight catches for 201 yards and a touchdown. He's on pace right now, and obviously 17 game season. So you know everything changed. Whatever. He's on pace right now for 85 receptions. Uh, 1,831 yards and 15 touchdowns. That would, like, crush what is what is universally known as the greatest uh, rookie season of all time in Randy Moss. Randy Moss had 69 catches, 1,300 yards, 17 TDs. The 17 TDs are insane. But he is on pace to have what would be the best rookie wide receiver season of all time. And, like, that's something – obviously the league has changed. But Randy Moss's rookie wide receiver, like, it was one of those you had to be there moments where, like, he was so fucking good and so different than everything else. And Jamar Chase is on pace to surpass that, just to put into context. There are a lot of football guys right now that are looking at their tweets from the draft being like, you should have taken Penny Sewell. You should have taken the lineman because Joe Burrow is going to get killed and he won't be able to complete passes to Jamar Chase – if he's getting hit on his back, without realizing that Joe Burrow is a tough motherfucker. Yes. And he's able, if he didn't have an offensive line, he could still throw it up to Chase and be like, that's cash yes. all day. Yes. Um, I have a fun fact about Jamar Chase. You I ready hate for myself this? when I say that. But yeah, I'm you kind of like it. I'm that's keep, a, that's I'm gonna, a PFT pun. I'm going to keep like going it. with it. Um, the, you want to have a, a fun fact about Jamar Chase? I will give everyone in this room a guess, and I guarantee no one will get it, unless they actually already know it. LSU. Jamar, Jamar Chase... Uh, 
committed to this school and then decommitted after eight days. Rutgers. Kansas. Yes, Billy, Kansas. How wild is that? That is Jamar crazy. Jamar Chase was a commit to Kansas for eight days. You know what he was and doing? And he was like, he woke up and was like, what the fuck am I doing? It's cla- I think Jamar Chase is just a troll. Yeah. I think he was just trolling people much like he trolled us with the whole white stripes on the football thing. Yeah. He loves fucking with people in the preseason. But it's just so funny reading that headline, Jamar Chase decommits to Kansas. Who was the coach at Kansas when he was when he committed there? Uh, fuck. I don't know. I don't know my Kansas. It was that Les Miles No, it might have been Les Miles. Yeah, probably. Okay. It might have been Les Miles. Checked in clear. Yeah, yeah. That, it probably was Les Miles. Kansas had, a, had quite a weekend because they were... That was basically a win. I'm for counting Kansas. that as a win yeah, for the program. Yeah. Also, a hilarious move that they just invited everyone to come in. They're just like tickets, the whole, aren't, tickets aren't real. They're like the doors are open. Please come try to get this win for us. Mm-hmm. And just a heads up to Oklahoma. I know we talk college football on Wednesdays. Don't ever, David Beatty. Don't ever wear those uniforms again, Oklahoma. Those are upset uniforms. They're bad uniforms. When they have those stupid, like the the sleeves are maroon and the white. It's such Too a cute. bad uniform. Too cute. Um, either way, Cincy. Is for real. For real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, it's officially for real. We said that going into this game. If they win this game, they are considered... They, they were they were trending towards good. Now they are for real. Now, expectations always are dangerous. But if you're a Bengals fan... Like, if you're a Bengals fan right now, you are... We, we've talked about this many times on the show. But if you're a Bengals fan right now, you are, con, you are probably taking today off and consuming every piece of media that you can consume because this is the best you have felt in a very long time. You can't even say that, like, in 2015, I think they went, like, 12-4, and but that was still Andy Dalton, like, Marvin Lewis, they haven't won a playoff. Like, you know, there was – I feel like in those years, there was always the shoe was going to drop. Like, the Bengals were good, but you knew that it wasn't going to be anything real. This is real. This is as real as it gets. Probably as good as you felt since that – the Carson Palmer season, yeah. where they was a chemo Van Ohoffen yeah. rolled into his leg on yep. that first touchdown pass that in the was playoff real. game. Right. That was real. If you're asking, is this Bengals team smoking mirrors? I love that phrase. And they're like, I don't know. They're kind of smoking mirrors. Um, no. No. They're for real. They're this real. This is not smoking mirrors. Yeah, so this is enjoy your moment because Bengals fans, like, you should be reading everything. You should be watching SportsCenter nonstop. Like, this is one of those days as sports fans, you don't get them very often, especially if you're a Bengals fan, where you can just be like, I'm going to I'm going to record SportsCenter and watch these highlights over and over and over again. I'm going to make sure that I don't leave my – like, I'm going to watch the pregame show on Monday Night Football because they're going to talk about the Bengals. Like, you know, all this stuff is what makes being a sports fan great. You know what this is? This is like wear your Bengals jersey to school season. Yes. On a Monday. Yes. Because you're happy and you're celebrating. I'm, I'm happy for the Bengals fans because it obviously has been bad. And Joe Burrow is such a likable guy and he's so fun to root for. So um, congrats, Bengals fans. That's a huge win. Obviously, there's a lot of season left. Mm-hmm. But this was the big story of the day. Because yep. they, they didn't just win. They kicked the shit out of the, the Ravens. Again, so. 21 answered unanswered points in the second half Crazy. against the Ravens. Pretty good. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. And again, the Ravens, I wouldn't. I wouldn't freak. Although Marlon Humphrey, uh, he had never he got torched. He had never let up more than 143 yards to anyone, and then Jamar Chase came along and just torched him. Um, also, Hollywood update. I think he's still Hollywood today. Yeah, he had a nice touchdown catch in the back of the end zone. Yes, he did. No bad drops. Yes, he had a couple. Close. And Lamar wasn't great. I mean, he wasn't. He made plays with his feet, but like I don't know, the Bengals defense did a pretty good job. With I, I think the Ravens will be fine in the long term. But yeah, this, like this I said, was the coming out game for the Bengals. For, yeah, for the Bengals, it's it's the NFL like hungry dog runs faster idea that a team like the Bengals that are on the upswing and again, it's an emotional roller coaster. The Ravens have been riding, so great time for the bye week. Uh, all right, second biggest story from Sunday. 
is the second game we'll discuss. Chiefs-Titans, Titans 27, Chiefs 3. Yes, Chiefs scored three points. Uh, Patrick Mahomes left the game late with a what seems like a concussion. He was cleared. No uh, concussion. Okay, no concussion. Outside of the injury late, he's broken. And I don't know, like, you could there, – there's there's some things you can throw out there. Like, the offensive line is was, was very bad. Like, the t- Titans – and I'm not taking anything away from the Titans. We'll talk about them in a second. The offensive line was bad. Patrick Mahomes does kind of have to do it all with their defense. Like, you know that you have to be perfect. So, I think there's that extra pressure. But th- throw that aside, like, he didn't – he does not look – like Patrick Mahomes, he misses throws. He he's not seeing th- things the same way. Like he's throwing it behind guys. He fumbles interceptions. Like it's it's not good. I don't know what it is. I'm not saying that he sucks, but it's definitely bust. It, is he a bust? Big cat. We're in that weird spot where it's like if you are saying the Patrick Mahomes sucks, you're an idiot. Yep. But if you're saying Patrick Mahomes is totally fine and it will like there's nothing wrong. You're also an idiot. This was the game where I was like, things will correct themselves. I thought it was going to be a letdown game for the Titans because they had that big win against the Bills. Correct. And I I felt like this was also a little bit because of last week the Chiefs played against the Washington football team, which is great if you need to get your offense back on the right, right track. And so I felt like this was going to be a game where the Chiefs would come out and look like the Chiefs, and they don't look like the Chiefs at all. There's something wrong. I personally think I have a very easy problem that I've found with the Chiefs. Okay. I think they're weak. Yeah, I, physically. They're soft. No, physically, I think that they need to hit the weight room. Yeah. I, th- I don't think that there's a problem that the Chiefs have right now that can't be resolved by just lifting more weights. Because I feel like they're just they're not a strong football team. They get pushed around a lot. Their their linemen aren't great blockers right now. No, they're they're they've got like it, it, this is the game that you're right. Like it was coming into this game, it was like the Chiefs are going to win this game, and then everyone's going to be like the Chiefs are fine. We're going out of this game being like the Chiefs are not fine. They're broken. They're three and four. And oh yeah, like next week they play Monday Night Football against the Giants. Who you know? Who knows? The Giants. The Giants can do anything, and they can also lose by a million. But then they have a three week stretch where they play the Packers at the Raiders and the Cowboys. So we could be sitting here in four weeks in a month's time and be like hey the Chiefs are five and six be and like what's going be on crazy if we get a graphic for the playoff picture and the Chiefs aren't in the hunt there that that we could be looking at a world where the Bengals are the number they're getting a bye right and then the Chiefs aren't in the hunt it's crazy it and, is. And, and it's this was the first game because we've all watched it and I think because the Chiefs are so explosive and they've been so incredible to watch the last few years you just expect, we've talked about it before, the touchdown play. You expect the touchdown play to happen. You expect them to figure it out. You expect them to just start firing down the field. And it's like, oh, they scored in, in 45 seconds. It's just not there right now. I actually think that if the if the Chiefs and the Lions were to trade coaches, do wife swap for a week, and they'd bring in Dan Campbell yep. just to put him through practice this week, the Chiefs would go out there and light it up. Yeah. They need to get tougher. They need to get stronger. They they so Patrick Mahomes had sixty seven yards and zero points in the first half. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's crazy. It, and when you look at the Chiefs, like who they have played, because I think we're getting fooled a little bit by these games because they beat the Eagles team, which is a mess. They beat the Washington football team, which is a mess. And they beat the Browns week one. Who remember the Browns kind of bullied them, and they were able to win that game. But whenever they have to play like a good team from the AFC, the Ravens, the Chargers, the Titans, the Bills, they've gotten exposed. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, 
obviously give credit to the Titans, and Vrabel has done something. Oh yeah, he's, the Titans he, were incredible. He's like I, he's a very low key dark arts coach guy. So like he has. He knows how to push the right buttons at the right time. You can tell that his players know when to like fake an injury at just the right exact time so that they can get like a couple more seconds to review a play they might want to challenge, and then they're totally fine after they take a look at it. That happened today on an A.J. Brown catch. Like Mike Frabel does weird shit like that. Belichick. As good. Yeah, yeah, it goes back to that playoff game yep. where they just went back and forth finding like a, a hole in time or they like discovered 30 seconds out of thin air. Vrabel is a really smart guy. He gets a rap as being like, you know, meathead head coach because he is. But he's well, he also said he would cut his dick off. He's also a very smart meathead yes. head coach. Yes. No, and the Titans deserve a ton of credit. Their defense was was great. Their defensive line was awesome on Sunday. Like I they they weren't even blitzing. They were just beating the Chiefs. And the and the Chiefs offensive line's a problem, but the Titans deserve credit because every time we talk about the Titans we're like, "But their defense." Well, their defense showed up and also, they're like the scariest team in the world to ha- to have to come back against because that second half they were just running Derek Derek Henry and getting like first downs and then oh every now and then oh okay we'll just run play action and hit AJ Brown who was awesome and there's yeah. nothing you can do when when you're down against them Derek Henry with an all time bad read at quarterback though oh yeah but Ryan it still Taylor works. was wide open they had another guy in the corner who was wide open he went with his first read got to get through the progressions a little bit faster Derek when he throws a football it looks like it looks like he's throwing a twix that's yeah. how small it looks in his hand it doesn't look natural it's like well that's just a giant throwing a football uh, but yeah Derek Henry we keep waiting. For Derrick Henry to slow down, I don't think he's going to slow down. He didn't have 100 yards today, but he was still effective. And yeah, Derrick Henry had more touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes today. The Chiefs that's called the, that's the dumbest thing in the world. The Chiefs called a sad field goal. Yeah, well, so it was kind of sad. No, it wasn't. So it I, was pretty sad. I, it wasn't sad because it was in the third quarter, and it was the start of the third quarter. And also, the math actually makes sense. I think a sad field goal has to be in the fourth quarter or down by like forty plus. They were down what twenty twenty seven nothing. So they so they scored. They kicked a field goal to be down three touchdowns in extra in uh, two point conversion. It's kind of sad. It I, was ten I, minutes. I rank in, it like a four out of ten. It was it was ten minutes left in the third quarter. Yeah. So it was just the start of the third quarter. So I don't think that's that's not sad territory yet. Like that was enough possessions where you could be like, oh, yeah, all right, the Chiefs, they could score some touchdowns, two-point conversions. That could work. Uh, Travis Kelsey had a great rugby offload in this game. He I've did. been telling you the last couple weeks, Travis Kelsey is looking to pitch the ball back all the time when he catches it about you know 7 to 12 yards off the line of scrimmage. And it was a sick pass. It too. was. It was like a fucking laser beam out to the sideline. He's also going to fumble doing it because he tried to do it later on in the game, yeah. and it was almost a fumble. Well, he so starts, that's definitely going to happen. Travis Kelsey definitely starts feeling himself a little bit. He's yeah. like, it's, he is the guy that's like, remember, it's National Tight End Day. Yes. Which, can I permission to go there? Yeah. I'm done with National Tight End Day. Whoa. Wow. George Whoa. Kittle's going to be very upset. I love, I love Kittle. No, you don't. I, I that's love, his, no. It's his project. I, is it really? Yes. I think he would even be he would be <laughs> embarrassed by no. he would be embarrassed by how how much shine and spotlight the tight ends are getting. No, today. I think that was the whole point. Get back to the basics. I think yeah. that's that's why they did it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying you can't go around inventing holidays for it, yourself. It, it is a little ridiculous that people like we. I was on a podcast today because <sighs> like to be fair, I will make a giant deal yeah. out of that. I walked in and, and Stephen Chair, our coworker, was like, "Hey, just so you know, it's National Tight End Day." I was like, yep. one, I did know, and two." Are we supposed to say something? That's no. That's a, it's a classic Stephen Che. <laughs> yeah. Like he could get really into that. He'd probably order a commemorative shirt a month in advance, so it would arrive by National Tight End Day. Yeah, and like pick it out just to wear today. Come on, let's go, Cam Brate. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to say anything because it's our friend Kittle's uh, 
creation. So okay. I support our. Friends. Well, I'll be the ba- I'll be the bad guy. I support our friends too. Yeah, yeah sounds do like you? it. Yeah, sounds I do. like it. I love I love Kittle. I Go just ahead. think that you know. Do you really love him? At some point, huh? You gotta you gotta work undercover of darkness okay. too. Uh, what do you say, Billy? They should just make it National Blocking Tight End Day. Oh, yes, I like that. Like yes. it. yeah, okay. exactly. It's just blocking tight end. Ball if you, if you yeah. catch balls, that's, you know. Yeah, Kelsey's basically a wide receiver. Yeah, right? exactly. Billy blocking will tell you the, the special forces work in silence. They, they don't need credit, right, Billy? Yes. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Chiefs are broken. Like, I officially, they're broken. If you think otherwise, you're, you're, you're deluding yourself. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, if you just go through their schedule and who they've played, they've played – Four of the outside of the Bengals, who are the best team in the AFC right now, I'll say it again. They've played the next four best teams in the AFC, you'd say, right? Like the, the Ravens, the Chargers, the Bills, and the Titans are those next four. They lost to all of them. So it's it's a real problem. Go ahead. Some people want the Chiefs to be your new pinky team. No, oh. absolutely not. That's that's <laughs> that's a terrible idea. I mean, yeah. No, absolutely not. That is an awful I have a pinky idea. team. They're the Colts. I'm not. That would be... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Insanity. Be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He would like personally just <laughs> be the best player of all time. I mean, I, I do like that everyone's like, oh, Patrick Mahomes, like he's a bust now. But he's that, a big time bust. Not. They're going to trade not. him. The yeah. Chiefs, a lot of Chiefs fans today were tweeting trade that Mahomes. Contract? Yeah, I mean, Oof. listen, that's going to hamstring you for a while. That's a lot. Plus, his brother does the TikTok dances and stuff. You got to yep. trade a guy like that. Yeah, the, but the, the, seriously, the next four games for uh, the Chiefs, like if they lose the Giants, then I think I'm going to officially say that they're done. Mm-hmm. I would do I would do ridiculous things just to get Patrick Mahomes on my team. Of let's course. be let's be clear, of he's course. still awesome. I would personally film all of Jackson Mahomes' TikTok dances for the next five years just to have Patrick Mahomes on my team. Uh, Hank, does this make you happy? All this. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Because people were anointing the Chiefs the next great dynasty in the AFC. Yeah, and, and it's kind of, it all comes back to Tom, you know. Tom is just the, <laughs> the dynasty broke. destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Wouldn't that be Eli? Good Eli is, is one. Tom's broken like ten. I have a feeling he that. Did, he has broken like a few teams. The Falcons never been there's, the same. There's so many teams that, you know, without Tom Brady, yeah. they think they would have had four championships. The yeah, Chiefs, I guess the Chiefs, Without yeah. Tom Brady would should have three. My, my right? theory yeah, is that, that, is true. that t- is true. Tom Brady is going to play until Arch Manning gets to the NFL just so he can beat him and then as payback against Eli yeah, and be like, Walk okay, off that I've game. done it. Yeah. Um, all right, next up, uh, Packers, Washington football team. Taylor Heineke stinks. He's uh, He had 
He, he can drive a the ball. A couple doy-doys today. He had, well, no, he had, well, no, he can't, Hank. That's the thing about Taylor Heineke is he he throws the softest ball maybe in the NFL. No, no, no he's There's saying a, he, they, he can he drive can lead the a team. team. Yes. Oh, yeah, he, yes. He can, if, he, if, the, if the football yes. field ended at the five-yard line, Taylor Heineke might be the best quarterback in the NFL. Unfortunately, it doesn't. It goes all the way to the end zone. And he had some major doy-doy plays today. The one where he dove. I mean, it's the, the ultimate doy-doy. He dove for the end zone. Didn't break the plane before he landed, and they changed the rule a couple years ago because I remember it fucked us on the football team, then the Redskins, when Robert Griffin dove one time forward, and they just dove and landed on the football and fumbled it everywhere. And then after the game, he was like, yeah, it's a stupid rule, but I guess it's the rule. They changed it, I guess, a couple years ago, so now they said Heineke gave himself up before the end zone, but then he just he also had that interception. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He did the Lambo leap. Yes, he, he did the Lambo leap on a touchdown that didn't count. He went into the crowd. You can't do that. You can't unleap. You can't unleap. That's the major doy doy play. You can't unleap. He Lambo leaped a non touchdown. Listen, you you have to at least be excited <laughs> that celebrating a touchdown in a stupid way. At least he didn't give himself a concussion and get him knocked out for the game like Gus Farrat did. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, breaking moves, real quick. Breaking moves. I just got this alert on my phone. Uh, LeBron. Uh, was f- he so Desmond Bain from the Grizzlies fell on LeBron's leg and he was down real bad. Is he okay? No, he got up and he's fine. Okay, good. Yeah, good, good. but that was the Sports Center alert I got. Okay, that, that LeBron James <laughs> really, got landed on. LeBron was able to get up and play after Desmond Bain fell onto his leg. Warrior, <laughs> fucking warrior. <laughs> That, you know what that's LeBron oh my, doing? My heart stopped for a second. That's LeBron embracing the <laughs> grit of, of National Tight End Day. Look at this. Him just on the ground, back up. <laughs> Warrior, Damn. I love it. What a beast. Um, I love it. But, but yeah, yeah. So, so the Washington football team. So Taylor Heineke, they had 430 yards of offense. They had 25 first downs, and they had 10 points. Yeah, we had the right formula to beat the that, Packers That today. tells you everything. It was the right formula. We had more yards than they did. He's just too much of a gunslinger. He's too much slinger, not enough gun. He's just all over the place. Like he doesn't. I, I just. I. I. I stand with the fact that like once Ryan Fitzpatrick is healthy, and the Washington Football Team's defense wasn't terrible. No, today. It, was, it was pretty good today. Yeah, we we got after the quarterback a little bit. Um, the, he did a Lambo leap. I know he did a Lambo leap. You can't. You can't, you can't do, do that. that. You can't do you that. Can't but do it. it's bad. Uh, the Packers defense, which stunk going into today was pretty good. They were the only team without a red zone stop. Well, going they had in, the going help into of today. Taylor Heineke. With the help of ta- with, with a an assist from Taylor Heineke, uh the drought ended for them and they got multiple red zone stops. Also uh, fuck four Taylor. times, four times into the red zone we got a field goal out of it. Fuck Taylor Heineke for the end of the game when he like he had a shot to just take a shot in the end zone mm-hmm. and to maybe get a miracle cover and he just ran the ball and went down. The dumbest play ever. It if you're going to run a play, run it. Joe Milton. I, he, he went from like 75 yards rushing to 85 yards rushing on the day. Mad I don't know what he's doing. I agree with you now. I think we've experienced the full Taylor Heineke. Actually, you know what the most... Ta- like, this actually Bring was... Bring me magic. This Bring was the full Taylor Heineke Bring experience. Bring me Mahomes, yeah. Because he had fumbles, he had picks, he had the Lambo leap for a non-touchdown, and actually the play of the day... Was when I don't I don't remember who fumbled, but Taylor Heineke was running down the field and blocking, and he was able to recover the fumble like thirty yards down the field. Mm-hmm. That was the Taylor Heineke play full, of the day. It, I, it was it was there was a, I I think number one on your team. It was an end around, and all of a sudden he's sprinting down the sideline, and then you look. I looked up, 
and then Taylor Heineke's on the ball, and I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" I thought I didn't think it was Taylor Heineke's end around, and it was just he was just that heads up that he was down there trying to recover fumbles. Yeah, the announcers were saying that the, that he reminded them a lot of Brett Favre in this game, running around. And I was like, <laughs> Minus I, touchdown I, I, was getting, I was getting myself talked into it. I was like, "Yeah, that's right. He's wearing number four. He's in Green Bay. He's he was playing like the Brett Favre, like painkiller Brett Favre. Yeah, he, that's what Taylor Heineke is. He's like." He can do everything but score touchdowns. Well, he loves diving for the end zone. Yeah. We've been saying this. He, You give him a pylon and he'll knock it over, but he found himself in the middle of the end zone and he didn't know how to reach out correctly and, and break the plane on that. I, I really do think frustrating. that... It's I, a different game if he scores that touchdown. I've, I've like, not to pat myself on the back, but he is, he is diet Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Everything Ryan Fitzpatrick is, but, like, without actually scoring touchdowns. It's just chaos whenever he's... Playing I th- he's, and it's fun chaos it sometimes, fun. but then he doesn't actually like Ryan Fitzpatrick has that level where like when you're drinking the the true Ryan Fitzpatrick, the diesel Ryan Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. he's winning the game. Right, diet yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick does everything that Ryan Fitzpatrick does, but he doesn't actually win the game. Yeah, Taylor Heineke is a guy that will like he will cover the spread in the most entertaining way possible, and get, he gives you bang for your entertainment dollar. Correct, that's what Taylor Heineke Correct. does. You feel like you, and, you watch something, you don't know what. But you watch. Oh something. yeah, I, I had an experience. Yes. It's like I got drunk and hung over all mm-hmm. in the span of three and a half hours. Yeah, I just one thing real quick to the Packers. I thought that the Green Bay Packers would have been above resorting to g- gimmicks like putting on their fake throwback uniforms. Yep. just to sell jerseys. I hate. Them I thought so they much. had tradition there. I don't know. Aaron it seems so like a good. gimmick. He is really good. And you know what the, the worst part is? Throw to Adams today. Yeah, and the worst part is like he he he's like not even trying. Yeah. Half the time he throws, he's like barely trying. He doesn't care. Right. He's, he's still better. He's the most emo quarterback, and he's just like so good at it. I fucking hate him. Derek Carr might be more emo. Oh, he actually looks like he's in the queue. Drives me nuts. Uh, I just want to say also, why would we sign a kicker named Blewett? I know. I, I remember Blewett's college career. Pitt, I remember him very yeah. well. Kenny Pickett uh, but, is now the, the quarterback for Pitt. Exactly. They love they, these names. They've got, they've got bad juju going on there. I don't... Our kicker wasn't bad enough. Dustin Hopkins wasn't bad enough to replace with a new guy who's never kicked in the NFL, whose name is also Blewett. But here's the thing: can you really blow it if, like, if your team's not going anywhere, you can't really blow it? Yeah, but it just adds to the circus environment. Right. If you've got a guy whose like last name is actually Clown and he's out there throwing pick sixes, yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Well, I I think in the Washington Football Team, their season now is is truly like. You're not going to go anywhere. Let's have some fucking fun. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Ryan Fitzpatrick comes Good. back. Let's have some fun. Good. Let's have some fun with yeah, it. And, like, and, and there'll be some fun games the Washington football team will play. Oh, even if Heineke is still the quarterback, it's going to be fun. Yeah. We're just not going to win many of them. Right. Um, but yeah, I actually think that the reason that they brought Blewett in was just because Rivera wanted to send a message. Like, we're all accountable here. I don't care what your name is. If you're a starter... We're all evaluating you. It's like day one. And he's like, I'm going to cut the kicker. Yeah. It's like a really easy way to be like, hey, I did something. <laughs> yes. I cut a starter this we week. Shuffled the chairs yeah, on the Titanic. Exactly. But um, yeah, it's it's not looking good for the football team. I'm okay with and bringing the back are good too. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And, and we could have won this game. It was winnable. Mm. If t- Yeah. Hank knows. Hank knows. Thank you. Without Hank. Taylor Heineke. Without Taylor Heineke. If we, yes. If, if we had Aaron Rodgers. If we brought in a backup quarterback inside the 10-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And I think that it was a winnable game for us. I mean, yes. we did severely outgain them. Yes. They're just much, much better at Dominated every detail. Them. Yeah. Um, all right. Next game, uh, Billy, Hank, Patriots 54, Jets 13. Uh, I just want to say also uh, for people who are wondering, yeah, the Jets were actually off a bye. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Did so, they beat the bye last uh, week? They, the bye beat them. Oh, okay. So I know, they, I know Billy has his different terms for the games. I'm curious what this one falls it's a, under. A, a very Tressman-esque thing to, to have someone drop a 50-burger on you after a bye. Yeah, but tell us, was this a shit-pumping or a clowning? This was a clowning. Oh. Yeah. After, no. After what? that double, bat, double pass trickery in the oh, first no, quarter. they were clowning. It was a, they clowned them. Damn. But is it really clowning if, if the starting quarterback gets hurt and they bring in a guy named Mike White, who just, by the way, happens to be the one-time winner of the Ponzi yes. scheme yes. with the Beak Awareness Bowl? Correct. From, from Western, Western Kentucky. Kentucky. If yes. I'm a Jets fan, I'm... Like I hope Zach Wilson stays out and he's our your quarterback of the future. Well, I think I think he is going <laughs> to yeah, stay out, right? He's got a something with his PCL. The MRI has not come back yet, but there is good news. Zach Wilson hasn't thrown an interception in the past two weekends. Whoa, so. okay, nice. But he also yeah. got his yeah. and politically correct ligament so that was snapped a good in joke. half. Yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> so he's nailing him. Hey, but we're wait, nailing all the bye week humor bro, this week, guys. Bro, football doc told me during the game you you thought it was just tweaked. It was merely a tweak. I thought it was tweaked, but I think he, I think he's done. So. so he said his knee was loose. Oh no! So are you going to predict? Is that it? like his knee's loose or the Jets? He's just on the Jets. Yeah, yeah. He's like my knee's loose until well, we get a couple tackles. By the way, he was getting messed up that game. There was zero, you know, protecting the quarterback. Yeah, the well, he got, his leg. He got fucked up on the like he went down two plays after he got fucked up. It was like a kill Bill thing. Yeah, he. I don't think he realized how fucked up he got until his knee was loose. Yeah. Um. So Billy. You predicted the Jets to beat the Patriots in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, with yeah, with was... Zach Wilson at the helm, oh, okay. this, things right. have changed. Got it. Okay. Things have changed. Material change here. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. The, the Patriots kicked the shit out of the. the who Jets. in college when you watch college football? Who are you like? I hope the Jets get him. Sam Ellinger. No, I think. No, Zach I'm saying like oh. they're going to get a high draft pick. Oh, again, another. Pick? I think they need offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, what else? If you're a Jets fan, feel like they need a deep threat. Spencer Rattler. They also have the off. Seahawks. Don't they have those Seahawks draft picks in their back? Oh, pocket? from Jamal. Oh, yeah, Adams, yeah, yeah. Blitz yeah. boy. Yes, Blitz boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's crazy to think. Like two years ago, Jamal Adams was like, "I want to be traded," and the Jets are like, "Okay, give us three first rounders." Yeah, I was like, "Okay, no and problem." Then there were multiple suitors. Pete Carroll's like, "This will fix our defense." Yeah. Blitz boy. I think the Jets <laughs> just signed Cam Newton in the meantime. Oh, okay. That's not actually not a bad idea. Just. Um, but wait, given what it. we know about the... Uh, oh, no, he got vaccinated, right? Yeah, yeah he's I was going to say Kyrie Irving, who uh, I guess had like a big protest on his behalf. Yeah, there was a, there was a big nice. protest they in Brooklyn. They stormed. Yeah. They stormed the Barclays Center. They stormed the Barclays Center. Center. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I guess Cam Newton might not be a, a terrible idea for the Jets right now, because fuck it, why not? Right. I mean, can you? What is the Bonzi scheme awareness bowl? Because I guess that happened a long time ago. People oh, so we created a bowl know. game. Uh, it was in. So there's a few bowl games every year that don't have a sponsor. We decided to just sponsor it. It was the Boca Raton uh, bowl game. It was Western Kentucky versus uh, Memphis. Line. Memp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did a whole show. We did a halftime show. Uh, Caleb was down and gave the trophy. He almost got kicked off the field. He was live at the game. I think he might have given the trophy to Mike White. Yeah, the, he might have starting quarterback for the Jets. Um, they so, brought it to their tro- they brought it to their trophy yeah, they case. It. They have it. Yeah, so it's the it's the Bernie Madoff uh, wet the beak Ponzi awareness uh, Boca Raton Bowl. I presented by part of my take, presented by Barstool Sports. Yes. So it was a whole thing. It was great. Um, one time only. Yeah, one yeah. time only. It was, and he has it. Right. He is. He is. That's worth a lot. He's to in me. the record book. Yeah. Five hundred thousand yes. dollars at yes. least. At least. <laughs> you think if we showed up and we're like, "Hey, can we get that back?" 
now that we know that it's worth a lot of money, we'll did, give you some signed jerseys. Didn't do we? Wasn't lost? Did we have the interns like wrestle at halftime? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Glenn 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 yeah. He cut his hand up pretty Glenn badly for like a twenty-five dollar <laughs> gift card. Outback gift no, card it was a hundred-dollar gift card that we had spent like ninety-one dollars. Oh, oh yeah, we, yeah, we, we went to dinner to, before. We went to Outback. If you look back at, at that intern class, it was like Robbie Fox, Glenny Balls. Tommy Smokes. Hubs. Hubs was and they there. they all had to, like, wrestle. And they just wrestled in uh, in a box that we taped up on the floor. Oh, my God. That was a good time. But, yeah, shout out Mike White. Good to see some alumni of that prestigious game proving themselves. Although, I, to be honest with you, completely forgot about Mike White. When he came in the game, it felt like when you sign up for, like, a Facebook account, they get, they give you that, like, black... Uh, or like gray fake avatar of just a silhouette of a head. Yes, that it felt like that in a video game. Here's yeah. third string quarterback Mike White from interschool here. I uh, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know it was the Mike White. We should yeah. say that the Mike White until Western Kentucky football program DM me mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, he is the white Mike Mike White. Wow, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Um, but yeah, the the Jets stink, man. They're yeah. bad. Their coach has also become early front runner for the look in the mirror guy of the year. Yeah. yeah he's said after a lot of life, he needs to get a new line. Nick Sirianni might have him beat. He might. I, I, I think, think that Salah's going to be a good coach in the long run. He's definitely like a great defensive coordinator, but um, he needs to learn some more lines. If you're going to be coaching on a team like the Jets or the football team or the Bears, any of these bad teams, you have to learn how to say things after losses. So you're saying the same things, but different words each week. Yeah. But he's become a big time, you know what, i got to look in the mirror, it all starts with me guy. He, why doesn't any coach just get in front of the media and just be like, I'm fucking depressed? Yeah. Like, my team depresses me. My, You know what? I'm I, depressed. I'm doing a great job, but my players blow. Yeah. Like, this sucks. I'm I, not I, okay. I, yeah, I'm yeah. not okay. And that's it's okay. okay. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's totally okay to I not need, be okay. I need better players. Yeah. I need better, better everything. Yeah. Everything. Um, I don't want to pa- be here right now. Patriots back? The Patriots are... I don't understand the Patriots at this point, because they play teams tough. They lost to the Dolphins. They barely beat the Texans. They kicked the shit out of the Jets twice. And like should have beat they, the Cowboys. Yeah, should have beat the Cowboys. Should have beat the Bucks. They're, they're. I mean, what we said last week. You see they, the Patriots on your schedule end of the season. You are not looking forward to that game. Yeah, one they bit. might be. They might be a team similar to what the Bengals were a couple weeks ago, where it's like they're trending towards good. They have two games against the Bills in December. If they ah. go two and zero in those two games, what are what are people going to be saying? Or even one and one was today a little bittersweet though, because you don't have the, any more Jets games. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's just kind of like every year, <laughs> every year. Until the playoffs. Until the playoffs. Oh, true. Yeah. true. Good point. <laughs> true. I think it's six straight years they've swept the Jets. It's, yeah. It, it was a. It, they they had a. It's eleven straight. It honestly felt like it would be more than that. The last when, time when the Jets beat, beat the Patriots in the regular straight. season, Billy was like sixteen. Oh man, they were. Uh, they had five hundred fifty nine yards against the Jets with the Jets defense. I think people were like, "Oh, they're not so bad." Mac Jones was throwing bombs. It was like Throw, a perfect yeah. team. It's like playing a varsity team, playing the JV team. You just get, you get out there. Run the plays. You might be too scared to run in the game. Yep. But you can get you know get the reps in, so that way when the real game comes next week, you're a little more comfortable. The Jets haven't scored in the first quarter all year. Yep. They're it's insane. St- well, well, oh yeah. Well, how are you gonna spin that? Salad defers every coin flip he wins, so okay. they never get how the ball. How many times ball. does that happen? He's won the last three. Okay, okay but so just so what about the other three? So games? He ne- they never start with the ball. But right. you also get the ball back at some point. What are they playing? Army. They don't get the ball in the first quarter. Well, extended drives. 
Yeah, but no, their defense is good. Their defense is hitting. The, today, the, Pat scored know, in like four plays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> first the, drive. today was the first day. I was I like, think the, the Patriots were up fourteen nothing before the Jets up. had a first down. Yeah, that um, was bad. Also, rookie quarterbacks are zero and thirteen against uh, Bill Belichick in Foxborough. So remember that this mm-hmm. podcast that. did not exist the last time the Jets beat the Patriots. Oh wow, we're going to December twenty seventh, twenty fifteen. Damn. What a depressing That's world crazy. that must be. I would have loved <laughs> to. I would have loved to listen to part of my take. Listen to us clowning Hank after they lost the Jets Damn. though in 2015. That's a long time ago. Fuck. We were, that was closer. We were not. No, we were in our 30s. Fuck. That was closer. <laughs> Damn it. Not PFT. We're old. Not me. PFT was 22. I was a little babe. <laughs> he had just got his driver's license. That was closer to the year 2010 than it is to today. Yeah. Whoa. Time. Whoa. Fuck you up like that. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Uh, next up, the best game of the day, which is crazy to say, the Falcons and the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They played the most exciting game of the day. It was that bad of a... We just have these Sundays sometimes where they're just games are not close. We we look up and it's the witching hour and it's like, wait, there's only one game that's close? The Falcons uh, beat the Dolphins 30-28. to 28. Is that Debo Samuel touchdown? Yep, Debo Samuel touchdown. Hell yes. Uh, which we already talked about. Yeah. Uh, uh, but... The the Falcons like I I think the Falcons might be frisky. Uh they're they're like Kyle Pitts is awesome. Kyle Pitts is really, really good. Matt Ryan with an all time doy doy, like you're not you're not Michael Vick, dude. What are you doing running down the field with the fumble that almost cost him the game? Say something nice about Tua. He had two very nice drives to get them back in the game. Why were they down? Because Tua threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. Where the Falcons threw a pick, the they're down. The Dolphins are down twenty fourteen. Um, they now have the ball at the Falcons thirty two. First play, Tua just like I don't even know what he was doing. He just threw it up in the middle of the field. Easy pick, but he did have two nice drives to bring him back. So there it is, Dolphins fans. I'm not being super mean to it, even though I still don't think he's the guy. Well, I, I thought this game was going to finally crown who is this season's Falcons. Is mm-hmm. it the Falcons, again, for the 50th consecutive season? Or is it going to be the Dolphins? And the Dolphins are more Falcons-like than the Falcons are well, at this point. the Dolphins are bad. The Falcons always are... The Falcons, to be the peak Falcons, they have to be a little bit good. But the Dolphins Falcons this game away to the Falcons. Actually, the Falcons Falcon the game to themselves because to, well, no, they fal- they Falcons it to the Dolphins who then and, and then, then, then took Falcons it, back. it back to the Falcons. But that actually was like the ultimate Falcon move because they have to win a couple to be the Falcons. Uh-huh. So they Falconed to the Dolphins so they could Falcon a good Falcon back to the win. So that they're saving the real Falconing they're, for later. They're the true. If you watch that game. The Falcons are still the Falcons. They just were able to have one of the good Falcons. Like, if we did the Billy, like, the games you're trying to win, games you're trying yeah. to lose, the Falcons have to win a few games, and they still were the Falcons in their win because the way they gave up the game was very Falcon. I even said I was I said out loud, I was like, they're Falconing this. And then they ended up winning, which they have to do to keep pure form of Falcons because the pure form of Falcons – is a team that's just good enough to make you believe, and then they fucking shit on themselves in late in the game. Right, but are they good enough to make you believe when they beat the Dolphins? They're frisky. I would, yeah, they're a frisky team for sure. They're three and three, and they like the the losses. Like I know they got killed by the Bucks, but that game was close going into the fourth quarter, and then they started falconing. Um, they were they were gonna beat the Washington football team, then they started falconing. So like there have been the Eagles lost week one. Who the fuck knows? 
Uh, I actually think that the Vikings are this year's Falcons. They might be. If you tuned into this part of my take thinking that you were not going to get a shot as a Vikings fan, I'm sorry to yeah. just slip that in there. This also on your last bye week. five minutes made no sense, but no, that's okay. No, Someone th- transcribe all of it. I think it I think it makes a lot of, you cleared me up on that because yeah. I was like, no, the Falcons the Dolphins Falcons into the Falcons, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, the Dolphins that, are too bad to yeah, be the Falcons. Yeah, they're too bad to be the Falcons. They, right. It's something that they aspire to become Right, they, one day. They, it would be an upgrade if the Dolphins were the Falcons. Yes, absolutely. Because the Falcons have to, if you're going to be the Falcons, you have to give just enough hope every once in a while to be like, oh, just like what I just said, like, are the are the Falcons frisky? That's just enough hope for them to be pure Falcons. Yeah, I think the Falcons are like an above below average team. Right, they're the best of the worst. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. They, they are they're the king stinkers and the uh, the Dolphins over the last week or so. I, I think that they've been leaking the Tua news about like how many teams are interested <laughs> in trading for Tua because they're they're just hoping that somebody out there. Had the thought occur to them, maybe we should trade for Tua, right. and they hear that Tua might be going somewhere else, and they're like, "Oh shit, I got to act now." Tua supplies are limited. Let me give you the call. Like, I'll, I'll send you like a second round pick. Right. They're kind of like hoping to beat out some of these offers that might be like laying dormant now. I don't yeah. think that anybody would want to trade anything significant for Tua right now. Um, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe some team will just hope for the change of scenery. It's just I would be okay with the change of scenery. Yeah, I. I don't hate Tua. I just think that the two there's this weird Tua believers out there that at every time he throws something, does something bad, it's like the coaching sucks, the playbook sucks, this sucks. Like so, that second interception today was just. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What are you doing? I think there are a couple of things that go into the Tua belief system right now. Like people that are still Tua stands. Yeah. I think one, he's got a cool name. Absolutely. Looks cool yeah, in looks his uniform. Very cool in the uniform. Nice guy. Very nice. So he's he's very easy to root for. Very easy. And, and he's also a guy that you heard like four years ago. On the message boards, Mm -hmm. some teams were like, yo, should we start tanking for Tua right now? He was looked at as being like a can't-miss type Andrew Luck prospect when he first started starting on on Alabama. And so people still have that in their heads, and they're like, no, this is the can't-miss guy. We're not going to miss on him. We can't right. miss on him. Right. So it's 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 dragging you down to like a long defense thing, which I get. I understand. No, I I've totally been, understand. I, I'm there. not. And he yeah. also, like you said, he had some good touchdown passes today. I think he threw four touchdowns today. He was he was good at the end of the game. Like he, he the Falcon or the Dolphins needed two touchdown drives, and he provided that. So I, I there are there are moments where I'm like mm, maybe I'm wrong. I just I don't know. Then then that interception happens. I'm like, what is going on here? So. And then uh, the Dolphins are going to probably get Deshaun Watson soon. Yep. And then we're, Which again, we're all going to act like it's a normal thing for Deshaun Watson to be playing. And then, be like, whatever. My prediction is that Roger Goodell is going to go God mode. Oh. It's been a while since Roger Goodell has gone God mode on the league, but he has that power to be like, you know what? 
you're not playing. You're never playing. He, he can again. be like, I'm putting you on my secret list that I keep in a safe behind my M and M's. Yes, and he can just be like, you're not playing this year. And Florio's gonna lose his fucking mind looking for an explanation. Well, I think that Florio wants Goodell to go God mode, but he, uh, but he also like, yeah, wants an me, explanation. Daddy. Yeah, he wants an explanation. He wa- he he will demand for them to explain why he went God well, mode. You know what he's doing? So Florio's advocating for Goodell to go God mode, but then when. When Goodell takes Florio up on that offer, Florio will be like, wait, 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 wait. We have a CBA here. Right. How does this jive with that? Right. This so, makes no sense. For, this is going to be a fight with the union. Yeah, and then, then Florio gets to write 40 more articles about the legalese behind the fight. I yep. know what you're doing, Florio. Yep. Getting those clicks up. We see you. We mm-hmm. see you. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. <laughs> but yeah, Goodell is absolutely itching to just be like, I am I am your lord. Yep. You are, not allowed, you are not allowed to play. Absolutely. And to be honest with you, like I probably wouldn't blame him in this circumstance. No, the minute he gets traded, Goodell's just going to press the button. Yep. Like, not so fast. Um, all right. Uh, next up, Giants-Panthers. Sam Darnold was a three-point favorite on the road. This was my – I looked at it this morning. I was tweeting about it last night because, like, late on a Saturday night is when I really start being like, all right, what am I going to bet on? And – I, I still, like, it made no sense to me. The Panthers, Sam Darnold was a three-point favorite on the road. And I know the Giants have no one right now, but the Panthers are not good. And Sam Darnold, I Sam, how bad do you think Sam Darnold wishes he could freeze time after week three? Oh, yeah. And be like, this was this is the real Sam Darnold. Him and Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. And the Broncos? Like, to freeze time, be like, 3-0, and we're good. Sam Darnold's uh, passer ratings, this is going to be Mike Francesa-esque, uh, starting in week one. 102, uh-huh. 99.1, wow. 95.7, mm-hmm. 85.5, 44.5, 55.6, and 57.3. Just basically halved and fallen off a cliff, and he is Sam Darnold. Yeah, I don't think that – where people actually like, yes, Sam Darnold is completely fixed after those first three weeks. Oh, I think we wanted to – I think it was the perfect combination of we, you want – I think at the end of the day, no one really – unless it's your rival, no one really roots – against like these guys these kids because they're kids when they get drafted drafted to to like fail and so you have that and then you also have the Jets combo where everyone wants to be like it was the Jets not Sam Darnold everyone wants to laugh at the Jets right. and be like look what Adam Gase and and the Jets organization did to Sam Darnold just leaving town you get your quarterback rating improves by 40 points right once you step out of the state of New Jersey so that's I think that was why we all we're like, hey, Sam Darnold's fixed. Yeah. Um, also, the Panthers, the the Saints. I was looking back at it. The Saints are the true like chaos team this year because I was like, why did I ever think the Panthers were good? The Saints went week one. They beat the Packers thirty eight three. Like that. That alone, you're just gonna you're gonna look back and be like, wait, what what happened in that game? And then week two, they lost twenty six to seven to the Panthers. So they're the chaos team. They they cemented in my stupid dog brain two beliefs that are not even close to true that the Packers suck and the Panthers are good. And it's taken me all the way to week seven to like shake that out of my system. Yeah, I'll, I was watching the recap before Sunday Night Football of this game, and it's never a good sign when the very first thing that they show on the screen is um, a picture of Sam Darnold, and then the highlighted word in the top corner is decision-making. Right. And then they proceed to show, like, four (laughs) throws, and they never bring up that graphic when you're a really good decision-maker. Yeah. Like, Derrick Henry made better decisions with his passes today. Sam Darnold Darnold decides to drive after four four drinks. (laughs) Right. Sam Darnold. It's Mac Jones. Yeah, Sam Darnold decides to get, like, 
pizza delivered at 4 a.m. Yeah, no, it's, like, it's never a positive when someone's yeah. like, we need to talk about this guy's decision-making. Sam Darnold books himself a 6 a.m. flight at the end of a bachelor party. Yeah, Sam Darnold uh, just didn't use condoms yeah. this one night because it feels way better. <laughs> this is this is Sam Darnold's just base level. I mean, he did get mono, so he does have bad decision-making. Yeah, like, he is the same guy. Right, his decision-making has <laughs> always been an issue with him. It's, it's just a tough it, thing. It, like he's, And the bad, the bad part is he can't even rebrand his name. He can't become... Sammy Darnold, because Sammy Darnold makes Sam Darnold look like he made outstanding decisions. True. He maybe should just be Sam Darno. Sam Darno. Like our, our colleague Frank calls him. Yeah. He's a little French to him. It's Sam uh, Darno. But it's not great. Not great for, for Sammy. Sam Darno. Slinging Sammy Darnold. He'll he'll be fine as if he wants to be a backup quarterback, I think he'll he'll be okay. Yeah. If he comes in, he's still got that like he was a first round pick. He played those couple really sweet bowl games in college. It'll give you that spark. But well, one wasn't so sweet. Yeah, one he got wasn't. his ass kicked by yeah. Ohio State. Um, I remember that was that was a night where I realized that I don't think I can ever cut the cord because I was watching with a friend and it was buffering and I was losing all my money on USC. That's tough. And I was very upset. Um, and shout out Joe Judge. He gave an impassioned speech earlier this week. He was like, "The the fish stinks from the head down." That's what that's what Robert Salah needs Salah, to yep. learn different ways to say. Look in the mirror. Yep. Saying this, the fish stinks from the head down. You're saying the exact same thing. Correct. But it's way cooler and Correct. way more of a football thing to do. Yeah. No. The the Giants though, like they are. Um, I put them in the frisky category because they also do, they're so injured, and I don't know. Like I, maybe they could beat the Chiefs next week. I think the Chiefs are that broken that maybe the Giants go in there and just do something crazy. I I've got my eye on the Giants because I think they're going to finish second place in the Beast this year. I think they're going to end up with like seven wins. That's my prediction. Okay, Giants. seven, seven wins. wins. I'm going to look real quick. Uh, let's. Oh, it's probably not out yet. Do you think it's out? The guess whose lines is it anyway? Um, the Chiefs versus the Giants. Chiefs versus Giants, and it's in See Kansas City, right? See if you can right? find that, yeah. It's Monday Night Football in Kansas City. Guess whose line is it anyway? Chiefs versus Giants. What are you going to say, Billy? I think that's a clowning game. Oh, oh from no. Who? I think it's the Chiefs are going to bounce back and clown. No, really? I don't know about that. I don't think I don't that they're, they're not hard enough to they're clown. They're due. Mm. They're due to clown. No, the, the Chiefs will end up clowning themselves right now if they try to clown others. I don't know if the They're capable Giants, of clowning. They are, but if you've been paying attention recently, they're just they're putting the clown shoes on themselves. Well, Kelsey with that pass, if they were winning, that, that wasn't clowning. Clown that was just sabermetrically no, smart football. That's clowning. Designed downfield laterals. The clowning. future of the game. The Giants have a tough schedule. Eight and a half they points. They might not get to seven. They we have a line. Get, oh, we do. All Eight. right. Uh... I'm gonna say seven yeah, and, and a half. half. Seven and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Nine and a half. Nine oh. and a half. Guess whose lines is anyway? I love the Giants in that game. Um, they might not have set. They they have a tough schedule, but they're the. I've actually had like a good read on the Giants when to bet on them, when not to. They're just like, just wait until they're playing a uh, not a good team. I guess this would be the Chiefs, not a good team, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Damn, do the Giants suck?" Now, if the Giants beat the Chiefs. In prime time, at mm-hmm. that point, panic button smashed in Kansas City. Oh, smashed! More, I don't. I think it's like, I think it's. I think the panic button has already been touched. It, people are asking, is this a curse of X Factor? Yes, probably. Since banning him from the stadium, probably, probably. Daniel Jones, by the way, played very well. I'm backing on Danny Dimes. I can't quit him. Um, he's having a nice season, like he is. He is. He's all right. He is. He's he, he's taking care of the ball for the most part. Um, and yeah, last game, what was it against the Rams? That was a bad one. But 
Like he ran the ball well. He he has no one to throw to. He caught an unbelievable pass. One handed. Yeah. Danny Dimes. I'm backing on him. I am. I am. I don't I can't quit this fucking guy. Um also Sam Darnold was two for fifteen. Sorry, Sam Darno was two for fifteen on third down. So I like Darno, it's like French. Yeah, that's that's a good way to suck. Um all right. Uh, let's take a quick break. PFT, you got a quick word from one of our sponsors before we get to the afternoon games. Yeah, the good folks over at Manscaped want to give you a special deal. They've got uh, 20% off and free shipping. If you go to manscaped.com slash take, it's football season. You know what that means? It means that we're going for two here with the sponsors of today's show. Manscaped, blitzing through hairs has never been easier. It's time that you join the two million men worldwide who who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com slash take for 20% off and free shipping. It's three and out the window with all the other trimmers. Go tame that Wildcat offense. I like that football-based advertisement here. The world is starting to open up. They've got a performance package 4.0. It's for Manscaped. It's here to help you get ready. Inside, you find their brand-new lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. You have the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Toner. Plus, you get two free gifts. You get performance boxer briefs and the shed travel bag. The performance package 4.0 from Manscaped is the perfect package for your package and key for great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are smooth like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. The brand new lawnmower 4.0 is here to take your defense to the next level. It's a fourth generation trimmer with cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor and a new multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. And it's waterproof, so you can take it in the shower. Get 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash take. 20% off free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash take. All right. Uh, afternoon games, Cardinals, Texans. Yikes! Yeah, I, I was, they were up five nothing. Texans were up five nothing. I was just shocked that JJ Watt didn't get a touchdown pass. Yeah, I thought that this was going to be one revenge of those revenge game, game things. Mm-hmm. There were, all the revenge went to Nuke, to uh, to Hopkins, and JJ Watt was just he got left out of the offensive game plan pretty badly. There. Yep. He uh, this was like you could you could have convinced yourself in a way that the Texans were gonna, in a kind of a trap game because they have the Packers Thursday night, which should be great. Uh, that will be a great Thursday night football game, but the and and it started five nothing. And you're like, oh, maybe the the Cardinals are in trouble, and then you remember that the Texans are borderline not in a professional football team. Um, and yeah, this was like a total snoozer. The only big thing was like Zach Ertz. It's the Cardinals had a ton of weapons, and now they also have Zach Ertz, who looks like he wants to play now. Yes, yeah, is, is Terod Taylor coming back? Or are we just saying he like, is we're going to get a year of Davis Mills? No, he's supposed to be. I think he's returning to practice this week, actually, in fact. Okay, thank God. Yes. Thank God. And you know what that means? I'm going to bet on the Texans this weekend. Yep. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. They're Except tough to watch. Terod will probably get hurt again. Uh, unfortunately, that's just kind of how it seems to go with him. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, Texans fans, because when Terod's in town, it means that the next guy – is going to be your guy of the future, Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Um, yep. Also, this had one of the one of the stupidest roughing the passer penalties ever because Kyler Murray, his head is at shoulder height for everybody else, 
and he there's no way to sack him when you're running upright at him. It's impossible to either to hit him in that strike zone, which is like below his shoulders and above his waist. Right. It basically doesn't exist. He's got the smallest thorax right. of, of any NFL quarterback, and so. He also wears these like a uh, he wears the towel that hangs out and it looks like it's flag football. Where when Kyler Murray, if you if you pull his towel out when he's in the pocket and throw it on the ground, that should count as that a sack should absolutely against count Kyler as a Murray sack. because otherwise you're just going to hit him in his giant helmet or hit his knees. Yes, um, Kyler Murray also put this in the uh, memory machine here, Jake. Kyler Murray uh, is Mister September October in his career. He's seventeen and six against the spread. In October and September. When do you we, want that? Uh, well, on Thursday, but also next year. When Pre-week September one? comes. Pre-week yes, one? Yes. Okay. But Thursday we have our last okay. chance. Got that's it. pretty crazy. I, I, yeah, that's great. I love those games between the Packers and the Cardinals. They always remind me of that Aaron Rodgers-Kurt yep. Warner game. Yep. Remember that one? Yep, which was incredible. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be – I'm going to bet the over on that one Thursday night. Yes. And you know what? The NFL owes us this. You owe us a good game. After a bad Roger weekend. Goodell. Really two weeks – Two weeks in a row of subpar Sundays, mm-hmm. you owe us a Thursday night shootout. That's a fact. Rivalry. And Cardinals are also uh, 7-0, last undefeated team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw a stat that was like, there's like a 90% chance to go to the playoffs. So, I don't know. That's cool. Seems high. Seems high, but also like, uh, I was looking at the list of last teams undefeated, and pretty much every single one of them goes to the playoffs. If they get past like week five. Yeah, so let's look at their schedule. Let's predict their first loss. I'm just going to say this Thursday. Okay. I think Packers. Um, I will say, so I hope they beat the Packers. Um, and I'm sure, then I'll just say the whatever's after the Packers. Letdown spot. Yeah, okay. at 49ers. That's perfect. Uh, yeah, they're going to win a shitload of games. I'm looking at their schedule right now. They're going to win. They still have to play. They still get to play the Bears, the Lions, uh, the pa- the Panthers. They're going to win a lot of games. Yep. They're, they are... It's going to be like if they beat the Packers on Thursday, it's going to be tough for them. I guess the Bucks still have only have one loss, right? Uh, so yeah, they the Cardinals are really fucking good. I don't really know what else to say. This game sucked, and the Cardinals are really fucking good. JJ Watt was right. How about how about us in the national media stop saying that they're soft and just say that they're really fucking good? They're really fucking good. You're really fucking good, they're JJ. Really you happy? Good. You bully? Yes. Um, and I'm very sad about, like, I'm not sad about it, but I'm, I'm more sad that I have to be, uh, have to watch the Texans. Yeah. Like, I, it's th- depressing. It is. It's very sad. Very, very sad. How Are they even going to get fans to show up for these games? I don't know. There's got to be a million better things to do in Houston. Absolutely. Without a doubt. On a the Sunday? Rockets are... Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. I, mean, I, I would no. rather go, go drive on a highway. I would yeah. definitely rather go watch a Rockets game. The Astros. Yeah, go hang we out. about the Astros. Go, go fall asleep at Mattress Max cheaters. house for yeah. a while. Go root for some cheaters. Um, what were you going to say? Yeah. They're cheaters? They are. Do you, we'll get to that. We can talk some playoff baseball. It's a minute. football show. That is a football, it's a football show. Um, speaking of depressing, what were you going to say, Jake? One more thing from that game. Yeah. Oh, yes. Back to back. Pop it up. For our guy, Jake gets his scoregami. I wish I could swap brains with you, Jake, because your Sunday is just so much more pleasant than mine. No, yeah, it is. You're just positive. positive. Like you have a big for every gami that hits. Think of all the ones that don't. Right, true. Or two and like eighty-four this season. I don't think that bothers Jake. I think he's like he's just the next gami's the great one. No, but he wouldn't like it if it was an every weekend thing. Yeah. 
don't know. You wouldn't want I every just, game to go gami. No, 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 no. Right. It's the excitement. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. At that point, it's not even Scorigami anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Scorigami would become a game that had a similar score as another one. But I just can't imagine a world where, like, I walk out of my house on a Sunday. It's like, well, just hope there's a gami. Like, and if I get one, damn, was that a great Sunday. And if I don't, it was also a great Sunday. I love the picture that Jake took next to the TV that yeah. had the score got me on it. <laughs> like he was Wilt Chamberlain holding up his yeah. 100 points. It was like, it was like, he was like, look what I did. Yeah, he was like a, a bowler get, bowling a perfect game. Yeah. At Congrats, the local Jake. lanes. You look did at this. <laughs> I root for you guys. Yeah, I know. I do. Yes. No, I, I, I know. Yeah. I'm very, very much aware. And yeah. I, I'm happy that you got a Gami. Thank you. I'm just. I, it's a good thing what I'm saying right now. Okay. You have a, you have a much better outlook on life in general. You're healthier. Than I do. Healthier. Individual. You're he- mentally you. a lot healthier than I am on any given Sunday. All right. I when I'm in a torture it. chamber and you're just rooting for the gummies. That's all. Um, all right. Speaking of terrible football, Bucks thirty-eight, Bears three. I there's no like. I'm not going to get mad. It was I, that game actually gave me a headache. I got trolled by Jim Nance and uh, and Tony Romo for four hours. The Bucks kicked the shit out of the Bears. Justin Fields does not look good. I can't. There's nothing I can really say about it. Like he doesn't look good. I could say maybe the fact that he didn't know his uh, starting right tackle wasn't playing uh, until he showed up to the stadium. That was probably not great. And uh, also it just snowballed. Maybe if Cole Komet catches that ball on third and eight. On the second drive of the game, it's a totally different game, but that's just the way it goes. This one was a big time Bruce Arians revenge game. Oh so yeah, he was like he was pissed off still that he didn't get that job when he did the interview. And was that when they hired Tressman? Yeah, so it was a, yeah, uh, the, the fake he, press the conference. mock interview, uh, the mock press conference that he refused to do. Um, and Tressman, by the way, the, the, you know it's a bad. You always can tell the Bears are really getting the shit kicked out of them if. The, the name Tressman starts to trend on Twitter, and it yeah. did. Yeah. So it was trending all definitely afternoon. caught astray on that one. Yep. But it, it was major like Bruce Arians vibes where he, he holds grudges against everybody oh, yeah. in the NFL. So he will find a reason why he's going to run up a score on you. And um, shout out, by the way, to the, the guy in the front row yes. that got the Mike Evans, uh, yes. the, the touchdown ball from Brady's 600th career touchdown pass. And then... The equipment guy from the Bucks walks over and was like, "Hey, that's that's a pretty important ball. You mind just hand that back, buddy?" And the guy just gave it up to him. Mm-hmm. Then we find out that that thing is worth six figgies. Yep, easy, easy. They bullied that man. Yes, out of a huge payday. Well, Mike Evans, what what a fuck up. How yeah. do you not know that? Also, how many balls does Brady need? Does it, does Brady actually hang on to every single one of these milestone balls because he's just going to throw seven hundred passes easily, and then the six hundredth one isn't going to mean shit. Correct. No, I, I agree. Like, what happens to ball 500 after this? That's what this dude should demand. He should be like, if you throw 700, you need to Other send me this ball back. Other quarterbacks have thrown yeah. 500, yeah. though. Yep. There's that's one true. that's thrown 600. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's that true. That's true. Would um, you give it back to Brady? Yeah, personally. What, what do you mean personally? Like, I wouldn't hand it to the ball boy. I'd be like, Tom, here's oh, my number. you want to meet him. Yeah, no, you should hold I'll out come, for me. I'll come give it to you. We can go out to dinner. Yep. I can stay over for a few weeks, month, mm-hmm. year, adoption, yeah. whatever. Hang Just out. become me the new Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I would give it up to It him. was bullying. They bullied that guy out of that ball. Yeah. It was a painful game, though. It was terrible that it was uh, an addition to the replacement game ball. The Bucks gave fan Brian, Byron Kennedy a $1,000 gift card to their team store. Not that even was cash? Barstool Sports Lawyer right there. Not, they didn't Jesus even give him cash. Christ. They gave him store credit wow. for the ball? Wow. Dude, 
Brady, you have a lot of money. Give him, give him something. But that's why once you give it to the equipment manager, I know. He fu- he loses. But Mike Evans fucked up. Like Mike Evans, you got to know, you got to, you got to understand the moment and yes. not give away that ball. There may be legal precedent that even if he did keep the ball, that he couldn't keep it because of like a lawsuit. Billy like, just I think decided. This is a Billy just decided. That. I like that. Like, what's the precedent? Billy, I like this. No, I think that, that what I, is the pre- legal precedent means it's happened before. I think when there's legal precedent that if you take equipment from an NFL precedent or precedent? Precedent. 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 What's the precedent? That if someone were to take when did it equipment. Happen? From, I don't know, but yeah. I think there is. <laughs> Billy's anticipating that it's happened before. Like if that guy were to run out of the stadium, I don't fully know what precedent means, but I think that means that precedent means it's happened yes. before. It, B- Billy's so using precedent. it right in, in the form of like hypothetically. I feel like what what is so controversial about that? You're you're saying just, like you're saying there's legal precedent, but president or precedent don't have any. I'm trying show. to find it. But Got I it. think that's why you couldn't just walk out of the stadium with the ball. I think you can. I think once it once you take possession and you make a football move, mm-hmm. that football becomes because you. it's all stamped with property of whatever team. All the balls, but if so, somebody hands it to you, like the balls we have in the office are all stamped property of Buffalo Bills. No, there's a, there's a logo on Washington. it, but it doesn't say property of. It does. Oh, you sure? Wow. Yeah, we'll look when we I, go back. Yeah, to the I other think office. you're just making that I'm up. I'm not. It's literally a Billy, stamp. I'm on your side. Thank you. I'm on the right side of history. I think if you if you take the ball and you hold it close <laughs> to your body and you don't give it up, no, Billy's they right. They can't take it from you. I'm they on your side. That's Billy. assault if they took Let's it from you. Let's fucking ride, bro. Let's go. Yeah. Um, either way, this game sucked. I don't, Justin Fields does not look good. I don't know. I'm. I'm. People are gonna tell me he's the worst. I'm gonna wait till uh, he has a real coaching staff. And I know you're like, hey, didn't you just say that about Tua? Yeah, that's how fan fandom works. Um, I'm gonna wait and see. Uh, because I have no other option, and if he is not good, then everything's just terrible, terrible, terrible. I think that this season you can't judge what Justin Fields is doing. I have a, a stat that makes me feel better about him, though. He's been sacked 20 times. The record is 31, David Carr. I still think David Carr could be good. He got I have another shy. stat for you. I yeah. have another stat for you. The last rookie to have three... At football? Yeah. You think David yeah, Carr yeah, could be good why at not? Yes, yes. He had sick arms. Okay. Uh, the last rookie to have three interceptions and two fumbles was Josh Rosen. I still think Josh Rosen could be good. Okay. So I'm not giving up on Justin Fields. No. I'm fucking you, standing my ground. You can't judge anything Justin Fields does this year because... Obviously, the situation with the Bears could be a lot better right now. Probably saying that as an understatement, but you you can go into next year and be like, he's got he's got an offensive coordinator that will take advantage of his skill set, and by skill set, I mean running plays that work. Well, and and, and it's a, a very bad combination of an offensive line that can't really block Justin Fields processing not being that quick right now, uh, waiting for receivers to get open, and it's a receiving core that never gets open. So that's how you get a result like today where the wheels fall off and it looks terrible. The only thing I can hope is that Matt Nagy gets fired soon. Put us out of this misery. I think if it had gotten worse, he might have gotten fired this week. If it had gotten Th- real, real bad. <laughs> if it had gotten real, real 38 bad. 38-3 wasn't bad? Yeah, if, it, if he had one play that he ran like towards the end of the game, that was an absolute clown show. Not in Billy's sense, but like if he did it to himself, like ran a fake field goal that got switched yeah. into a pass that got intercepted and returned for six. If there was like some signaturely comically bad play that he had ran, I feel like it could have been this week. He, I mean, if the Bucks had wanted to, they could have won that game 60 to three, mm-hmm. 60 probably. Like it was 
they 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 you know put the Bears out of their misery by not really running a real offense in the second half. It was it was a very very bad game. The Bears are not even close to like a real uh, like the real teams. Yeah. Oh, how about Tracy Wolfson? Running a five minute yeah, mile, crazy. So they dropped. They just dropped that on us out of nowhere. That Tracy Wolfson came in second place in like the Tampa five k that they yep, had in yep, the morning. Yeah, and she runs a five minute mile over the course of three point one miles. What the fuck is that about? Crazy. Shout out Tracy. At any point in this broadcast, did you say Tony Romo, you're insufferable? Uh, no, really, I have not. Oh. I hate him though. They you were trolling, to... trolling. I know. That's everyone. what I'm saying. I know. No, they're terrible. I, I did say they were trolling us. They were trolling us. So they've they've expanded their repertoire. It's no longer just about like golf jokes between the two of them. Now, if they ever want to get under the other guy's skin, they just make a comment about how rich the other person is. Yeah. Like Jim, you've got houses in every state. Here's the thing, though. This and you game, don't pay taxes. This game, you like the Romo and. Jim Nance trolling Bears fans like I can't get mad because the Bears were the reason for it because by halftime they were like well we got to run all of our best material here because mm-hmm. we don't have a, a game to talk about mm-hmm. it was the entire second half I had a headache watching it because it was like this isn't even football the Bears can't do anything and the Bucks aren't even trying anymore there should have been a running clock in the second it half. was so bad it was so bad I just flush it out Worry about it next week. I think the Bears are probably going to beat the 49ers next week. So I'm already back. Welcome back. There it is. Yep. What, you don't think so? What's the weather going to be like next week? It's going to be in Chicago. Probably a nice Are they going to shut day. out the 49ers? What? Are they going to shut out the 49ers? Maybe. Then maybe. What, why are you saying? Because the Bears can only score three points? Yeah. They have gone, I think, like every game this year under 200 yards passing. So we're like going backwards in football history. I mean, it would be great if it's we got a three nothing game out of it. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Wins a win, four and four. I'd convince myself they're a playoff team. Uh, yeah, they stink. All right, Eagles Raiders. Uh, so Nick Sirianni, you're talking about look your look in the mirror, guys. Mm-hmm. He actually is. He this is all he says now. So after the game, he said, "Anytime you lose like that, everybody has to look themselves in the mirror. It just wasn't good enough. It starts with me. It wasn't good enough." That was like Nick Sirianni basically opened up a. Uh, coach's cliche handbook and started reading from page one. It starts with me is a good one. Yeah, it start. I would have liked it better if he had said it starts and ends with me. Yes, that's even better. But yeah, Sirianni, um, he is he's the opposite in every way of Basicia. Yes, are we pronouncing Fox that correctly? Sirianni's not a foxhole guy. No, not a foxhole guy. No. He's got his own foxhole. Yeah, that's got weird toiletries and lotions and. Hair grooming products. He's got great eyes, by the way. He does have good eyes. He's a good looking man. Yeah, he is a good looking man, but he's not a good football coach. I wouldn't want my football coach to be good looking. That just tells me you haven't played enough football. I'm trying to think who's like the best looking football coach. Steve Belichick. Sean McVay is a pretty good coach. Cliff? Could he? Yeah, Cliff. Cliff is, uh, Cliff's got that whole like, I just wear sunglasses he might thing. Be yeah. He's actually not that attractive. Vrabes? You think Vrabes? Braves as a man is a hot man. Mm. I like. I like. Uh, Actually, you know what? It kills me to say it, but Matt Lafleur is a good looking dude. Yes. Yeah. I like Cully, David Cully. Yeah. I like how he dresses. I like how he just keeps going out Joe there. Judge. I like how he's alive. Yeah, he just keeps. A doing lesser it. man would have died. Arthur Joe Smith, Judge, a great looking guy. Really good looking guy. Just couldn't say Bruce that Arians. Laughing. Red's um, my favorite color. Yeah, Bruce Arians. Just going to look. Ah, Mike Tomlin's a good looking guy. All right, so there's some good-looking coaches. Some, yeah, yeah, but Sirianni is like next level. He's like the Jimmy Garoppolo of head coaches, yeah. where yeah. it's like, I don't. you need to ug it up a little bit, bro. He also, um, that game was like, it was so, 
The Eagles basically, it was a 7-7 game. Uh, the Raiders went on a 96-yard touchdown drive to make it 14-7. Then the Eagles fumbled the next play. Raiders scored. Then they start the second half. The Eagles do an onside kick that doesn't work. Raiders score. So it was like 7-7, and then you blinked, and it was 24-7. Yeah, the um, the onside kick that started the second half, that seems like a play that should work every time. It because should. the middle is always there. But, but then you have to remember you're counting on your kicker to recover it. No. And Alec Ingold, the fullback, special teams captain, is waiting on it. More than that, Rich Basicchia is a special teams coach who's now your head coach. Mm-hmm. He can't let any of that happen ever. It also like that's yeah. the one thing that he can't let happen as the new head coach to have his special teams fail. Yeah, and so here's what Carr said after the game about Pasicchia. He has the ear of the locker room, he has the pulse, he has the heartbeat. I think that's the same thing as the pulse. And he's our leader. We would love for him to still be our head coach yep, for the it's, future. It's going to happen. So they're at it's least going to give him that interview. Yeah. No, we're, could, we're fully on to phase two. I could see Mark Davis being charmed. Yes. Absolutely. Very easily charmed. Also, he probably doesn't have to pay him that much, which Mark Davis that's is like more P.F. Changs for me. Huge bonus. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Derek Carr, by the way. Derek Carr, fun fact, is actually on pace now, 17 games, so it's all, all different. Derek Carr is on pace right now to break Peyton Manning's passing, single-season passing record, which would be awesome. Yes, it would. It would be so awesome. He has to do – so Peyton Manning had uh, f- uh, 5,477 yards in 2013 with the Broncos. Derek Carr is pretty close to 2,000 yards through seven games. He has to average 353 yards per game to break it. I think we can all agree at that point that if Derek Carr does break Peyton Manning's record, which I'm rooting for right oh, now. I have to root for but it. But it would also make every stat meaningless Correct. in football for the future of the game. That. But I want it to I happen. Want it. I want him to destroy the game yes, of football. I want that. And um, I also think fun little narrative we can get going is Darren Waller bad for Derek Carr. Oh, I like because that. Because so Darren he was Waller out was out today. Yeah. Derek Carr was 31 for 34. And he had a stretch where he had 16 straight completions. I think Darren Waller... Mm. Makes you think. I think John Gruden was bad for Darren Waller because it was just like, what are you going to call this play? Just more Darren Waller. Yeah, yeah. We're going to feed Darren, Darren Waller. Waller. More Darren every Waller. Single, every single time. Um, I don't know. I like the narrative. I think that we yeah, should at least... Some, a fun thing we, we could should throw at least there. have the conversation. I've also noticed that the, the Eagles are kind of the backdoor kings, not in terms of covering, but in terms of making blowouts feel like they were less blowouts than they really were because this happened with the Chiefs, yeah. happened with the Bucks, and it happened again today where they got the shit kicked out of them. But if you were to look at the final score, you're like, that was a a marginally entertaining, close game. It was competitive. No, there was uh, someone, uh, I saw it uh, when I was scrolling through Twitter before we did the show, someone had a, uh, it was Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter of a blowout, and it was just a picture of Brady and Belichick. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's yes. what they are. Yes, they make, they, yeah. they'll do something like, um, they'll score the last touchdown of the game and go for two for no real reason. Right. Just to make the score appear a little bit closer right. than it was. Right. They always have weird scores. Very weird scores. Yeah, yeah. So it makes you scratch your head and be like, oh, that must have been kind of competitive. They also have, the Eagles have so many plays that are just demoralizing. Yes. Where right after it's over, the guy like walks back towards the huddle and it's like, well, we're going to lose today after yeah. that play. Yeah. We're like, yeah, and even their last touchdown was Jalen Hurts just throwing a ball that should have been picked off like 100 times out of 100. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. Eagles fans can't be very happy right now. I think they have a shitload of draft picks, though. So just do that. Okay, I think they have nice, three yeah. first-round draft picks. 
Can you find that for me, Jake? I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, they have the Dolphins, the Colts, and their own. So there you go. Right now, so just three of the top nine. Wow. So Whoa. that's like so they're, that's, they're ready to build. You can you can suck if you have three first round draft picks. They're going to get three wide receivers that like, can't catch. You can tell yourself that the whole thing's going to change. They're, yeah, they're going to get a one wide receiver that also played lacrosse, who's going to stink. One guy that works part time as an EMT, mm-hmm. and he's going to quit after a year. Garbage, garbage. Uh, Guy who can be their kicker. Yeah, then a garbage kicking yeah. field goal yeah. picker. Um, all right, last up, uh, Rams, Lions. Let's clap for the Lions. Mm. They they did everything they could to try to win this game. I would say Dan Campbell went hard in the paint today. He went so hard in the paint. He fucking left everything out on the field. Two fake punts, onside kick, going for it on fourth down. And they still ended up losing by nine points. I think they're the best winless team in history, though, at this point in a season. Yeah, I think that they they're going to turn every game into a street fight where they're yeah. just going to do. They're going to play like they have nothing left to lose because they don't. And Dan Campbell is just going to like do crazy stuff, and eventually it's going to work out. He's going to. He, so what he's doing is obviously like being as aggressive as possible all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be one game where every single aggressive play that he makes is going to work. Yeah. And, and then that'll be their one win on the season. It was. It, and it, everyone will be happy and will cry. It was. Um, I'll cry. They, like, they did everything they could to try to win this game. And I know that sounds very stupid to say because they're all pros and they're out there trying to win. But, like, if you watch this game, the Lions were. They were doing every like the biting the kneecaps that actually happened. They were trying so hard to win this game. They were stealing possessions, and it just turns out they're just way less talented than the Los Angeles. Rams. They were getting into fights. So like yeah. Sewell went after Aaron Donald. They are taking on that mentality. Of, right. Like, Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna be dirty as fuck, and we're gonna just try to shove each other. And like I said, Dan Campbell, if he was the coach of the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs immediately rebound. Yeah. And all their problems would be fixed. Yeah. Just a hard nose. I let's play a game called Let's Try to Find the Lions a win. Because I would like them to win one. I Sunday. Think, I think it's coming soon, yeah. Oh this really? Sunday. Who are they playing? The Birds. Oh. Okay. At which, home. Which bird? They could win that. Eagles. They could win that game. Bears. Bears on Jeez. Thanksgiving. Although they've already lost the Bears, but yes, that absolutely is losable for the Bears. Uh at the Broncos? Maybe, maybe at the Browns, depending if Baker's back. Last game of the season, if the Packers are benching Rodgers. Oh, Week okay. 18, first ever week 18. They're, they're winning before that, Jake. Chill out. I want them to win very badly. I want Dan Campbell to get you know on everyone's shoulders, walked off. I think the foul, I think that the, the Lions are going to win two games. Okay. I'm taking the over that on 1.5 nice. wins. That would be nice for them. But, yeah, they, uh, they fought their asses off. Um, I do have a, a very sad stat. Um... Actually, you know what? I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it because he's our friend. Jared Thank Goff's you. our friend. So yeah. I'm not going to say it. And it looked like Dan Campbell turned the keys to the offense over to Jared he today. He did. He did. The Rams have also never lost a game where they've been leading at halftime, which is crazy under McVay. That's an, that's an insane thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the only other stat I had was uh, the only player in Super Bowl era to have eight-plus touchdowns and 800 yards in the first seven games of the season uh, is Cooper Cup. He's the only player to do that in the Super Bowl era. That's insane. He's got... He's got uh he had what two touchdowns today? 156 yards. He's like on fire. It also is the same route every time. It's him starting on the right side 
him running all the way across the field and Matt Stafford getting him while he goes up the field and then he scores a touchdown. It seems like cheating to be able to put a guy in motion before the play yeah. and then use his speed to just continue having him be open right. after the ball snapped. I know it's totally legal, but it feel, feels like they were laying it on pretty thick today. I the like, Lions haven't won a game, Sean. Yeah. I like how Stafford afterwards said he's relieved to have the Lions reunion over with as if it was like, you know, Brady going back to Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Like, was... Did anyone really? Well, there were so many different revenge factors in this <laughs> yeah, game. But was anyone like, man, this is a big story? No, it was It was like if the verbal meme where everyone's like shaking hands in the middle, everybody of different stripes and races wearing different shirts. Yes. And it was like all around the same revenge game, but you also had, obviously, Jared Goff going back to the West Coast, Sean McVay. Yeah. Who, Laid it on pretty thick in the post game hug with Jared Goff. Yeah, Jared Goff didn't really seem like we don't he was. Buy a, it, dude. He was not in a hugging mood. We don't buy that shit. That's bullshit. I just clicked on a random ad. Old uh, celebrities that you can't believe are still alive. Old celebrities you didn't realize are still alive. Ed Asner. Did oh, you know that? Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. He's still alive. What about Betty White? What's Ed Asner from? I don't know. He's that bald guy, right? Estelle Harris still alive. Who's she? Uh, uh, Costanza's mom. Oh, yeah, she's hot. Yeah. Uh, Buzz Aldrin. No, Buzz Aldrin's dead, right? No, Neil Armstrong's Armstrong's left. This is a fucking, this is a great slideshow. Robert Wagner. Bobby? Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner, yeah. Yeah. I'll do one more. He's in a boom. Oh, Bob Barker. Yeah, well, we knew that. Mm -hmm. That would be a national, a national, uh, Terrible day. It's tragedy when when Bob Barker kicks the All neuters and spays will stop. Yeah, Bob Newhart. Still alive. Yeah, it, technically. This is what tells you about how this NFL Sunday went. Angela Lansbury. I can't believe she's still alive. Okay, I'm going to... Oh. Uh, dead... Angela? A- Angela. <laughs> I, that was a Hank. That was a Hank. Dead or alive celebrities. William Daniels. It's a... It's. I'm probably getting a, a terrible virus on my uh, mm-hmm. computer right now because it's one of those random ads at the, at the bottom of an article. Okay, dead or alive. Sidney Portier. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's alive. Okay. Dead I don't or, trust this. Dead or alive, Burt Reynolds. Dead. dead. He's dead, yeah. Barbara Walters, still alive. Ooh, dead or alive, Mr. T. Dead. Dead. No, he's alive. Whoa, Dick Van Dyke. Dead. He's alive. No, he's dead. Well, then this no, thing No, no, is... he's alive. Yeah. I think I think Dick Van Dyke, I will definitely know when Dick Van Dyke dies because there will be many jokes that I will not be allowed to make. Mel Brooks, he's still alive? Yeah, still alive. Fuck, man, this is a great sight. All right. Um, that was NFL Sunday. What? What are you going to say, Hank? What are you going to say? You can't do that face. You can't do the fa- Hank face where you're like, I thought oh. Mel Brooks died a little while. Oh, no. no. I was thinking of Willy Wonka, dude. Yeah. Gene Hackman. Gene, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Gene Hackman retired from uh, acting, but he is alive. Yeah, Hank just did the face. Yeah, he did. You, you did you it without like saying it. You were like a meerkat popping out of a hole. Look, like, is it clear? Yeah. <laughs> He was in these Gene Hackman. Hank, yeah. how was your weekend? Good. Fun time. Nice. Pop Punk was awesome. TFT killed You had fun it. in Colorado? I had fun in Colorado. I had I'm, fun in Indiana. I'm, Fuck yeah. I'm not going to ask you anything about your weekend. Okay, thanks. I won't ask you anything about yours either. All I okay. asked you or was you how, your, how was your weekend? Yeah, Jesus. You can't say how was your weekend? You can. It was awesome. Pop Punk was great. Lots of fun. Pop Punk does rock. Um, all right, let's get to our uh, Football Guys of the Week. Brought to you by PFT, you got it? Yeah, great friends over at Chevy. You guys know about Chevy, the brand new Silverado. It's the most advanced Silverado ever. It's the strongest Silverado that they've ever made. 
you're an award-winning listener, you know that the Chevy Silverado is the strongest, most advanced truck on the entire road. We're truck guys, and Silverado is strong, and it's the greatest truck that you can possibly buy for football season because it's perfect for tailgating. It's got a six-configuration multi-flex tailgate. It will give you a step up on your tailgate game. You have the primary tailgate, which opens with the push of a button on the key fob or from inside the truck. The inner gate folds to a large step for easily getting in and out of the bed. It can also become a desk or a surface for your tailgating meal. It's the most advanced Silverado ever. Go give it a test drive today. Go into the dealership and say, hey, listen, the guys at Part of My Take sent me, and they will give you a cup of coffee, 100 bucks off, and uh, what, what else are they giving you? A cup of coffee, 100 bucks off, uh, and a kiss on the gas. cheek. Gas yeah, tank. Full tank of gas and a kiss on the cheek. Yep. Um, so go ask for it. The Chevy Silverado is an awesome truck. I've seen the new Silverado. It is a beast. You will not regret taking a test drive. You'll probably want to drive it home off the lot. Go down to your Chevy dealership today. Yes. Uh, Billy, football guy of the week. This week we have a great crop of nominees. Yeah. Last week was a little scarce, but we had a big winner in <laughs> scarce. We're losing Long. all ability to pronounce words. Scarce? Scarce. I hand up. I said, what did I just say? Angela? Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Shout out Greg Long, Chugging Coors Light. Purdue. So he was last week's winner. This week we have our first nominee, Malik Jackson, defensive tackle on the Browns, who said that football isn't a nine to five job and that they have to think about it all day, all the time, even on a date with a girl. It is a 24 7 commitment in a state of mind. Mm, so that's that's a huge football guy mentality and way of life. Our second nominee is Max Williams, tight end for the Arizona Cardinals, who, even though he had a season-ending knee injury, suited up and watched the game from his couch what in you, full pads. What are you doing right now? What? All these guys in the NFL? Look, there was a bad crop last week. There's a great crop this week. I can't just I make like up football. Yeah. I just can't make up football, guys. I miss the, the high school football guys of the week. All right, keep going. Uh... Our third nominee is Dawson Knox, Bills tight end. What What are you doing? Just, They're all NFL players. There was people were actually being football guys. Okay, this week okay. In the league. Is okay. there anybody that doesn't get paid millions and millions of dollars yeah. to play a sport that just, just, just does it for the pure football? So Dawson Knox, we all saw him throw the touchdown to Josh Allen on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Yep. It turns out he broke his thumb or finger the drive before and he threw that you saw how it was kind of like shot putty and it kind of mm-hmm. wasn't like a good pass yep. he like barely got to him so it turns out he did with a broken hand so that's pretty All right, that's, yeah that's but, football guy okay so in uh, our last nominee is uh, Jane Poulos from Calvary Christian Academy offensive lineman okay mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> did you do something about a, with James, a pancake so uh, James Poulos was coughing up blood before his homecoming game, oh. uh-huh. and in order to uh, play, he bit his lip and convinced his trainer that the blood was from his bleeding lip oh, and that's not from him coughing up blood. <laughs> Is so he okay? Did yeah. you, I, did, he didn't die. Did you do the bare amount of he research to find out if he was dead? He, no, he did not die. Okay. He was real. And uh, so, yeah, so those are our football guys of the week. Did, what was wrong with? Why was he coughing up blood? Uh, he had he had some sort of pneumonia, lung infection. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think the real word's pleurisy he had. Yeah, pleurisy. <laughs> he played through pleurisy through his homecoming game. Okay. It's a huge football guy move. That's perfect. And they tried to keep the other team actually finally got him kicked out of the game because they were complaining about him coughing up blood during the game. Oh, yeah, my God. Kind of in a pandemic. He, yeah, yeah, he was like, hey, no, it's my lip. And he was like chomping down Did on his own win? lip. Did they win? 
I didn't check that out, but the effort was there. Okay. And that's Football Guy Move. Love I've also it. actually added a little caveat to Football Guy of the Week, and we're going to have – so for the weeks when there's a bad crop of Football Guys, we're going to do bonus throwback Football Guy of the Week. Define bad crop. I mean, last week there weren't. Well, the football guys. What goes into finding these? How do you find these? You sur- search it on Twitter for football guy. No, you. There's also other stuff you have to look through. Yeah. Like, what? Like what? what other what, resources? What are the documents. You have to just find the stories too. Yeah. How right. do you find those? Well, sometimes there's not that many submissions and there's not that many football guys. If Got you it. look at last week, there wasn't that many. The thing football is though, guys. with Billy, he. I don't think he realizes when it's a bad crop until he says them out loud. And then we well, we can feel like you can tell crop, you can crop. tell when I have to really dig into the bag into mm-hmm. high school football uh-huh. stories. So, so I like, so I like we're high school football old stories. School. I like the no, old I'm just going to add the old school because you I know, would like, like one old school week. That's what I'm doing. Okay, perfect. So this week we had a fan once called Mike Ditka a baby on a call in a radio show, and Mike responded by giving the guy his office address and telling him, "You tell me what time and when, I'll whip your ass." Yep. So just an old school football guy <laughs> yes. story. So we're going to be adding those in every week. Yes. So. Feel okay. Good. Nice. Beautiful. Thank you, Billy. That was pleasant. Job, Billy. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Let's I'm do our... vote for the high school kid. I'm I mean, the guy Dicka. played through pleurisy. the The old school one that won't be on the voting. Card. Oh fuck! All right. So the Bears can't win anything. Sorry. All right. Uh, let's finish up with who's back of the week. Brought to you by the Cash App. The stock market is back. Investing through Cash App is back. Buying and selling Bitcoin. Download the Cash App. Enter the referral code Barstool. You receive $10, and they will now send $10 to ASPCA when you download the Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today. Go download the Cash App. Okay, Hank, who's back of the week? All right, my who's back of the week? My who's back of the week is people getting madder. Uh, people getting mad about lists. Okay. Oh, yes. The NBA released their uh-huh. 75 uh, greatest players of all time. They added a bunch of current players to the old list that I think they put out in like the 90s. Yep. Uh, and people are very mad about some of the selections, some of the people who didn't make the list. Clay Thompson's publicly mad about it, but kind of being cool about it. Uh, Kyrie was on the list. Like, I don't know if you guys saw this. There was NBA on their website put out, they made a, like, they made highlight packages for all 75 players. And they made one for Kyrie, but then he didn't make the final list. And then on the website, the, the link to the video is gone. Ooh. So there's some shady shit going on oh. there. Dwight Howard didn't make it, even though he has a better resume than Anthony Davis, who did make it. Oh, that's then why they, they were fighting each other. on yeah. the sidelines. Ah. Coincidence? I think not. So wait, go back to the Kyrie thing. People are thinking that he was going to be on the list of 75 best, and what? he was taken off at the last minute. PFT Utah. I, I, I'm not even like people are doing their own research I'm not a conspiracy on Kyrie. Theorist. I, but I, I mean, you tell me, PFT. If you're the NBA, why would you accidentally like? They, if you're making a highlight package, it said the thing it was like Kevin Durant, you know, 75 mm-hmm. highlight package, James James Harden, 75 highlight package, Kyrie Irving, 75 best player highlight package. Why would you make that? Honestly, I would do right? it if, unless you did it before the season. Right. Mm-hmm. Then all the shit came that out. Makes sense. But and also, then they put in like this fucking guy from the 70s mm-hmm. that no one knows. We can all agree that this. It's the funniest that it happened like to Walton. Kyrie. Yeah, like they could. Yes. If, if I were in charge of the NBA, I would do stuff like this all the time to Kyrie, so that Kyrie would be like, "They're all out to get me." Right, and it'd be like, "Yeah, I actually am out to get Kyrie, but nobody will believe you." Bill Walton, unbelievable, probably one of the best college players of all time. Not that good was of the a, NBA. Yeah, exactly. That's he got what, injured. That, that's what I'm saying. Was he, he was on the he list. Was MVP, no, he was on was the list. He? he was MVP and yeah. he won a title. Yeah, this is pretty good. Um, they really just need to do because I, I saw some people getting mad. About like old school players, they just need to make it like current only because, of course, 
Clay, like if you put Clay Thompson in a gym in 1950, they'd be like, "Who's this alien? He's better than all of us." Like that's so that's the argument. People will people will post highlights of like guys from like 1940 and be like, mm-hmm. "Look at them. You think that you think this guy's better than Kyrie? Who are you dunking on? Like the, all sports evolve." Yeah, exactly. The like, guys the, like you could be like, "Well, if this guy didn't exist, then Kyrie Irving wouldn't even know how to play basketball." And no, he'd probably yeah. still be way way better. Max Scherzer would strike out Babe Ruth. Like that he would. Yeah, so, but could Babe Ruth strike out Max Scherzer though? Probably not. I think he could. I don't know how how fast did he throw. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. They didn't have radar guns. But it is funny whenever they show like people are like, This guy sucked. Like, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. It was a hundred years ago. Yeah. But it's just really to spur in conversations with your yes. dad. Just it's like, good to be mad about a list. Yeah, re- look at the list and be like, Hey dad, sorry I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, who the fuck was Bob McAdoo? Yeah, you just need to every now and then you gotta remember that the list exists so that you can have maybe an hour and a half to pass your time mm-hmm. and in in a work day. It's like whenever I start a discussion about the college football playoff. Like, we're doing that because we're not going to solve anything. Nothing is going to – no one's going to come to an agreement, but we get to basically waste an hour and a half of debating resumes online, and that's fun. Mm-hmm. That is my, that is my like, view of a good, well-spent morning is it- to get – like in an argument with people about college football resumes online. Is it me or does the NBA put out a different list every like two months? Yeah, I feel like there are a million of these NBA. Is this list? This is like the officially sanctioned. Yeah, because it was its seventy fifth year yeah, anniversary. I just feel like we we go through this conversation all the time. Yeah, I mean NBA, NBA NBA probably is the league that likes to rank the most. Mm-hmm. They, like to, the they like to get the maddest. I actually think the maddest. They like college to rank. football fans don't like to get mad. They they actually get angry and right. argue. NBA fans like to get mad about this. Right, right. All right, PFT, your who's back? Uh, my who's back of the week is rugby. Yeah, rugby's oh. back because uh, the USA lost, I think, 105 to 14 to New Zealand. So we finished in second place. Okay. Which um, might mean that we're in first place next week. It was bad. It was a bad, bad game. Uh, we barely avoided being uh, the biggest margin of defeat ever in the history of international rugby. Oh, damn. So, um, sport of the future. Are we, what, the second most? Sport of the future. Yeah, second second most. Second most. Second, second, second most widest. in everything. Yeah, so uh, it was fun, though. I got to go to FedEx Field, and I'm sure that the field won't be absolutely torn up for the next home football nope. team game. Um, but it was fun. Got to see the Haka up front, close and personal. That is very intimidating. Seeing those guys get out there and do the the tribal dance and shit, I just I think so. It was absolutely terrifying. The game was over after that happened. Um, so yeah, rugby's back. Congratulations, rugby. Um, all right, my who's back is the Atlanta Braves. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves for making the World Series. I'm so happy this happened because I did actually start to feel bad that I said that on Friday, as first reported by Pardon My Take, the Braves mm-hmm. didn't make the World Series. I think we're all rooting for the Braves against the Astros. Absolutely. Um, but it's fun to have the Braves back in the World Series. It's been a long time that they've since they made it. And, uh, yeah, that's my who's back week. And, Hank, would you like to say anything about um, – would you – did the Red Sox lose because of Laz Diaz? No, they didn't. Uh, they lost because they couldn't score runs. They they wasted all their home runs on Grand Slams in the first couple games. Mm-hmm. So, wait, did they win on aggregate? Probably. Maybe not. I think they might Maybe have. so. They might There's have. precedent that they could have. <laughs> they might have, yeah. That would be fun if it was just like total runs over seven games. I like the Braves, though. They're a fun team. They are I feel fun. bad for you know the sport of the MLB because, like, let's be honest, Braves-Astros doesn't really get the needle moving for a national audience. 
See, I'm not going to do that. You did that. I'm not going to do that. I did that. Yeah, I'm Facts. not going to do that. I'm going I'm to start dumping ratings in your no. face. Yeah. You don't think that the Astros moved the needle? Nah. Not even cheating stuff? Yeah, who wants to who wants to like stay with a cheater? Everyone loves a villain. It moves it, like well, they you're got, gonna the watch COVID, when it's... COVID ruined the fun of hating the Astros. It did. They did. It, it, it kind of did you're because right. they didn't get their proper, you know, the, the hatred tour. No, not at all. I'm very happy for Braves fans though. Um, it would be it'd awesome. be nice for the city of Atlanta to have a win. What if the Braves just started beating the Astros in the World Series, being like, "This is for cheating." For all those years, like physically beating them up? No, like oh, be- beating that them. That would be sick. Like, oh, beating like them. This yes. is this is your comeuppance. We're gonna take the biggest platform in the game, and we're, we're gonna, gonna lose every game. Yeah, we're gonna lose the World Series just to exact revenge on you guys. That would be fun to watch. I would love it. Yeah, and then the poor Dodgers. Oh, so bad, mm-hmm. so sad. SMH, as Magic Johnson said. SMH. Tough that Magic Johnson. He, he did not actually tweet that, right? Like Magic Johnson is not an SMH person. That was well, he texted someone. Yeah, yeah, but the person that he texted, I feel like they added the SMH. Oh, on. you think they editorialized? I, I think it, it was like a little flare that they put on there. Okay, um, Billy or Jake. Then you wrap it up, Billy. My who's back of the week are Knicks fans. Oh, holy shit! This Uh-oh. viral video from their opening night win. Over the Celtics. You guys haven't seen it? No. I did see it, I yes. Seen it. They were going cray cray. It's a podcast, Jake. New York is fucking back. Knicks are here, baby. The Knicks are fucking here, baby. Fresh out the joy, baby. We're taking it all the way. We had DeBlasio. We had Cuomo. It was rough shit. We had the Knicks. We're in it was great. Yeah, I, I fans it. are crazy. I love it. I hope they don't lose this stamina. I hope they can do this for every every single win that they have at home. Yeah, I want all of Seventh Avenue to be shut down. I want barrel fires. I want this to be just like a, a constant season long thing. I agree, Hank. You're you were at that game. I was at that game. It was an awesome game experience, atmosphere. Uh, I've been to Nets, Knicks, Celtics games like three or four times mm-hmm. since we lived in New York. That was the first one where I felt like the garden was live. Obviously, it was opening night, uh, so that probably had something to do with it. A lot of scoring. The overtime was crazy. Evan yeah. Fournay had four threes by himself. The Celtics somehow matched him, and then Jalen Brown missed a wide-open dunk. Schroeder missed a layup, and the Celtics lost. So, I, I mean, the Knicks, like, they were going crazy because they got lucky. Whatever. <laughs> they lost to the fucking magic tonight. They lost to the magic tonight. They lost to the magic tonight. Uh, all right, uh, Billy, wrap us up. My who's back is Mike Tyson. So over the weekend it broke that Mike Tyson is going to fight Logan Paul sometime in February. Not a fan. Yeah, this is kind of, I don't know. I Actually, j- I like Logan Paul because he works with us, right? I like Logan Paul. I just. I mean, this is, come on. You think Tyson's going to like, push, like. Dude, it's so. Would you fight Mike Tyson? No, because he's actually dangerous. Uh, we actually he's were so talking old. in Denver uh, the potential of uh, you versus Hank Ruffinari. We were also talking about you versus Big Cat. No, we weren't. Yeah, we were. I'm retired. So am I. I mean, I'd be down if we didn't have to train. If you didn't have to train? Yeah. Just show up and fight? Yeah, that's like... You're just talking about a fight. I know. Like, you're like, you're right just now? saying you want to fight <laughs> Hank. You want to do well, it right if now? we can get like rough and rowdy money, that'd be sick. Oh, okay. Hank's a lover, not a, a lot fighter. Of money, no, Hank. but anyway, I fought for pride, Billy. I don't know about you. Mm. I fought. Never mind. You anyway. fought for my pride. 
Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, you can't fight Big Cat because Big Cat would just have you fight yourself. You, yeah, and you would you'd you'd probably lose, die. He would, you would get the shit You trying to fight yourself would be... <laughs> I don't want to put you in that spot. Uh, Prince Philip, dead or alive? <laughs> dead. Dead. Dead, dead bitch. Although he was a big a- AWL. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> love the fancy fuck lads. <laughs> what do you got, Billy? Last thing? Pablo Escobar's hippos have been classified as humans under the court of law. I actually saw that. That's actually a cool fucking stat. Yeah, that is nice. That's, yeah. that's, that's a, a big step a, forward towards the, recognizing frogs as being people, ver- too. Verbal meme. Verbal meme. Dom, small domino. Uh, people like cocaine. Big domino. Pablo Escobar's hippos get classified as humans. Hippos oh. are humans. Get human rights. Whoa. Um, think about like that. It. All right, number? Eight. Ninety-seven. Six. Cam? Eight. Hank? What's wrong, Hank? I don't know yet. I'll, Lakers. T- I'll tell you. I'll 94! Tell you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, 94. Oh. All right, we'll see everyone on Wednesday. Love you guys. I'm talking away. So I don't know what I'm to say. I say it anyway. Today's another day to find you. Shine away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Shine away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Take on me. Take me on. I'll be gone. Needless to say. I'm all set in, but I'm being stolen away. Early love, life is okay. Say I'm me. Oh, it's no better to be safe than sorry. Say I'm me. Oh, it's no better to be safe than sorry. Shine away. I'll be coming.